You guys ready for the war on Christmas? Oh, it's time. It's time for the war on Christmas, baby. We are here. It is the day after Thanksgiving. It is Black Friday. Of course it is. What about White Friday? More like Black Privilege Friday. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All Fridays matter is all I'm saying. We're aggressive about equality. <laughs> it's uh, it's fucking it's Christmas time and we we need to fight the war on Christmas. Are we post are, are we fighting are we, are, we, are we fighting We're fighting against those fighting against Christmas. We're pro Christmas. Right. But I, 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 we're fighting yes. So what what I want How everybody to raised. do Okay. What I want everybody to do is go to Starbucks. Go to McDonald's. Go go anywhere that sells anything. And if they don't wish you a Merry Christmas within the first five seconds of you being in there, you kick them. You kick them in the gut. You stone cold stun them. Dump, dump a glass of eggnog in their face. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> you jerk off on them. Whatever you can do to humiliate them for not being in the Christmas fucking spirit. If they're Jewish, you, you feel- throw them through a plate glass window. You what feel about that? Kwanzaa? You feel that fucking Yule? Kwanzaa. You feel the Yule? The Yule Tides are rushing in, baby. I can feel it pulling on my heartstrings. Smack him with the Yule log. And if you don't, oh, I'll smack him with the Yule log. If you don't feel it too, you're gonna catch these hands. You're gonna get these paws. You're gonna get these mitts. God damn it, Christmas time. Gingerbread mitts. Schwamo, tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roller, the sultan of slits, the godfather of gash, the three-time, three-time, three-time West Virginia Podcasters Association Man of the Year. Three times. It's Dutch. Three times. First name Dutch, last name Underwood. You know, I'd knock up your mama if I could. I'm a good rapper. As always, episode 186, we're kicking off the, the war against the war on Christmas. I was I was using some really confusing language yeah, there you to were. kick it off. It was like I was fighting against Christmas. Everybody knows I love Christmas. It's one of my favorite things. I do too. I actually do. I don't. I loved it a lot better when I was a kid, to be quite honest. Not because of presents or anything, because uh, every all the people that I loved were still alive. <laughs> now, at least five or six people are dead. Jesus. Yeah. Dad's dead. Me and John are in the Dead Dad's Club. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. My dad's deader than his, though. My dad died a little bit earlier. So it's not, it's not like we had stripes or anything. Anyway, joining me, <laughs> as always, <laughs> the uh, former intercontinental That's champion. That's a board where he marks at another Who's line. Dad is deader. <laughs> it's another day. <laughs> You're never going to catch him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, former Intercontinental Champion White Samoan Vanilla Gorilla The Allegheny Ape You know if you were black I wouldn't be able to call you Any of those things The first black man ever To ice skate backwards <laughs> Down the Kanawha River You did used to um, Identify as black I did That's old Chucky Atata Six Over There Over here Over there And as always he sound, he sound like fucking Dana Carvey doing John Travolta. <laughs> what we got going over real? What's going here? on over here? here over here. As I don't know what's going on. As always, <laughs> the 
Reginald Vell. I've used Reginald Vell Johnson. Randy Savage. The, Ren, the Macho Man Randy, Randy Savage, Savage of regenerative farming. farming. <laughs> That's old John Morgan, baby, baby. The Bone Cruncher, a.k.a. the Dirty Shame, a.k.a. Uh, the Prince of the Pigs. Prime Minister of the Pork. All of them. I love these. Keep going. Remember that old character you played the, where you were a bowling guy and we, we oh. kept making up bowling puns? The redheaded gay guy? Yeah. The uh, um, the regent of the rental shoes. Uh, redheaded gay guy. That guy. God, you sound just like him. Try it again. Do you do it? Red-headed gay guy. Uh, red-headed gay guy. Man, that's good. Now try this one. Is that salmon? <laughs> Is that salmon? That's yeah, pretty good. Is that salmon? Is that salmon? Now try this one. Anal sex. Anal sex. Anal sex. This Anal sex. Boy's good. Now this one. Suck on all the cocks. Suck on all the cocks. Now this one. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. Oh, this is good. Boy's good. He tried to catch us. Look at him. Look at him over there. I'm That's lo- what's wrong with him. He needs to jerk off. <laughs> I'm a little out of practice. Well, yeah. I mean. It's been a couple years. I mean. My pussy. You- <laughs> My pussy. <laughs> Rock hard cock. Oh, man. It's uh, episode 186. We are here on Black Friday. <sighs> Whatever. <clears throat> White Friday. All Fridays matter. Um, and 11 o'clock. It's about 11.19 now in the morning. We're doing this early, baby, because we want to get it out of the way so we can masturbate in front of each other all weekend. That's what's on deck. That is what's on deck. Leftovers. We- oh, yeah. Jerk sesh. Jerk sesh. More Left- leftovers. YouTube. Yeah, we'll like watch a couple eps of uh, Breaking Bad or um, Black Mirror or something. Something to recharge. Yeah. You got to the- let the balls fill up. Yeah, you got to let those... You know, you know the, the neuron fires, and then it's got to it's got to recharge. It's weird. You know, it's it's weird how P and Jizz are both stored in your balls. Yeah, Isn't that crazy. It's neat. I thought uh, P is uh, stored in your bladder, sir. It's in your balls. I thought semen was stored like in the butthole. <laughs> and that where it's produced? Like if you go up through the butthole, you can find something that'll really make you flam out. There's like, the A spot. There's the, the 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 A spot. Yeah, the uh, the old prostate orgasm. Mm-hmm. I've heard mm-hmm. I've heard so much about. I me- remember the movie Road Trip where uh, I haven't seen it. He uh, it's Sean William Scott. That is Stifler, right? Sean William yeah. Scott. He uh, he wants to donate sperm, and uh, he's like, "Hey, nurse, can you come in and help me?" And she's like, "Yeah." And then she bends him over the table and pulls his pants down and shoves her fingers up his ass. And it's the best thing he's ever felt in his life. Yeah, it has immediate A-spot orgasm. Yeah. Isn't that that uh, movie's funny, right? Isn't that where Matt Damon yeah, plays at the beginning? He's like, Scotty doesn't know. He's like singing that song. He's like a punk rock singer. I think so. Or, Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. You, I think that's it. Or, mean, I'll look it up. You just need to Google Scotty doesn't know. No, no, YouTube it. Or YouTube it, whatever. Um, it's a song by Lustra. Scotty doesn't know. That is, uh, it is Matt Damon. But I feel like that's that's from uh, on YouTube. Um, Judge or not Judge Club Dread. Yeah. Listen up, everybody. <laughs> Got a little special thing I'd like to do tonight. Play a little song for you about the nastiest, freakiest little sex puppet I know. <laughs> What the fuck? 
This one's for you, baby. Happy anniversary. And this, keep in mind, folks, this is someone else's girlfriend. And Scotty is the guy, right? Yes. <laughs> That's Kristen Crook from uh, of Smallville fame. Did you watch Smallville? I did. Did you like it? Yeah, I actually like this song. It's got a pop punk thing going. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to watch it because I'm a Superman guy. But I heard it was just like like a teen drama, which, yeah, I'm okay with that. I was into Dawson's Creek, you know? <laughs> I know. Saved by the Bell was pretty Extremely good. Extremely uncomfortable with the Dawson's Creek thing. <laughs> hey, man, you want to come up and watch some Dawson's? What? You don't want to watch D Creek, son? <laughs> come on. It's Dick Creek. Okay. No. <laughs> I put up with your shit <laughs> long enough. You know how many stars came from Dawson's Creek? You got your Michelle Williams, who's an Oscar winner. That's fair. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, that guy that was. You got in, your Vanderbeeks. Uh, Vanderbeek's great, but he doesn't do much anymore. But it's, I like it's probably on purpose. Wilmer. Val- no, that was. That's, that was that, that 70s, 70s show. show. Uh, Those shows couldn't be more different. Uh, you had the kid who played Pacey. Yeah, that guy's done some stuff. Josh, Josh Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, he's actually a good actor. Yeah, he's great. He was in that one show about time travel or some bullshit that I never watched. That you're uh, Fringe? The character that you used to play really liked a lot. Fringe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never watched it. I think Matt Shelton likes it, too. Matt, Matt Shelton. Matt Shelton just came. That's the only way he can come is if we say his Matt name. Matt Shelton. Yeah. Matt Shelton. Mm. Mm. Just, he's just fucking spilling tapioca all over the inside of his shorts. <laughs> when do I get look, that looked at, Matt? It's not supposed to be that color. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit yellowish. Yeah, it is. Some of the peas. Urine cum. Yeah, urine cum. Anyway, what were the fuck are we Kieran. Kieran. Cumran. I don't know. Kieran Knightley. I'm pretty, uh, pretty high on the tom. We were yeah, t- I'm getting there myself. That's that green Ming Da son. We were talking about... Fighting the war against the war on Christmas. Yeah, we are soldiers in the war against the war on Christmas. Because as everybody knows, if you've ever listened to this show, you know how much this show values the Christmas season. The Yuletide cheer. The uh, peace. Peace. Love. Love. Joy. Joy. Stars. Stars. Crosses. um, Fruitcake. Lots of electricity. Yes. Lights. I, mean, I don't know if you got if you're ever up on Charlton Heights Hill and you see the house that's all decorated to the nines. Do they do that. Up that is not my house. That is somebody <laughs> else's house. That's just the one. The gap of darkness in between. Two <laughs> yeah, mine really is. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be one, the guy that has just puts ditto up and points <laughs> to the house beside me. <laughs> oh, that's fucking brilliant. Somebody does do that. That we reminds have, me of the episode. The episode of the the first episode of The Simpsons was the Halloween, the Christmas episode. Really? Yeah. And originally, or with Santa's little helper. Yes. Originally, Ned Flanders wasn't a big Christian guy. He was just a jerk off who lived next door who outdid Homer and everything. Yeah. So he was decorating his house, and he actually had Merry Xmas on it. That is not a Flanders thing to do. See, that's the thing. That's the like character the com- developed. The character the developed, you know, because taking the Christ out of Christmas is something Ned wouldn't do. You got your uh, CBD there? No. God damn it. Don't have any CBD. I have it, but I just don't have a... I bought a bunch of uh, gummies the other day and took them and put me right to sleep. If you get the wrong ones, they will put you to sleep. Well, they're not wrong. Not wrong, but I mean, like, I took some at work one time. It's the first time I took them. (laughs) 
and I, I got pretty sleepy and yeah. I drive a lot. So. Yeah. But those other those ones I got, um, they, they didn't make me sleepy. The stuff I have the oil, the sublingual stuff, just the straight oil doesn't make me sleepy at all. Does it give you any feeling? Can you feel anything? Not really. Or just it, I I mean, I, I less feel, pain. I, it makes the pain go away, right. and um, you know, I can tell it's doing something, but it's not like a a direct psycho reactive feeling. Yeah, I might go. Um, after we're done with this, find a place that sells it. Oh God, it's they've got it. Wrong at, day. They've Black got product. it at um, Exxon and Golly Bridge, Sunoco. Exxon. Been, it's been Exxon for a couple of years now. Has it? Yep. Isn't that crazy? It was hard for me to switch over too because that was yeah, that was my okay. stomping grounds. You right. know, I walked there every day as a kid. Yeah, that's where I get my gummies. Yeah, it's I Exxon. like them. I got mine at the uh, the Arby's gas station in Quincy. They actually have. Look to have pretty good stuff. Yeah, it's uh, they actually have kratom there too. But you know that kratom is dog shit. We're kratom snobs now, by the way. Oh yeah, because we get the best kratom. Well, I don't know if it's the best, but the um, just the packaging. It's in a real nice thick bag, mm-hmm. and the it's resealable and shit. It's a lot better than it's got like other lots stuff of I've official gotten. looking stamps of approval. Yeah, it looks like emblems of approval on it. Third party verified, so there's nothing in there. I have to Makes say that the stuff I buy in bulk is it has never let me down. Ever or any of us down, it's usually really great. So yeah, I always have a good time with it. I'm on two different uh, mixtures right now, and I feel pretty good. Yeah, I took that green. That green is hitting me. It's I feel pretty great. Anyway, let's get into mang delicious some stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, what'd you guys do for Thanksgiving? Anything fun? Nothing. I worked. You didn't go to Mama's house and no. have dinner or anything. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. When do they eat dinner? They say two, but it's usually five. If, man, if I'd have known that, you'd have, you could have came to my mom's house. Cause well, I appreciate it. But we ate it like noon. I actually that's, slept. That's how my mom rolls. We get this fucking shit over with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I slept for all day. I felt okay going in. I just. Well, after the day we had on Wednesday evening, me and uh, me and Chuck had a little mandate. Oh, did you, did you, did you tear it up? Well, no, I've got done working out and, uh, Asked him. I texted him asking him if I could uh, get a couple doses of the, of the Tom. Wow, and that Tom. And one thing led to another. We ended up butt fucking <laughs> on the front porch. It was amazing. I mean, I was just talking about mutual mutual <laughs> masturbation. I don't know what you're talking about. No, that we, weird we, stuff. No, we butt fucked. Oh, okay. I mean, that's right there on the front porch. I usually just do mutuals myself, but that's cool. He's I a mean, power bottom. And of course, I'm bringing the thunder from the top. I had, yeah. I had, him, I had him in the baby changing position. Hey, your your hips are a lot higher than his, so you yeah. kind of got to spread yeah. and kind of squat down a little bit. I put him put him up on a pedestal. <laughs> Speed has a lot to do with it, though. Speed, Speed has, has everything. everything to do. With it. <laughs> no, um, we ended up taking a couple doses, and then he was like, "Hey, you want to get some pizza and, and just watch a bunch of TV?" And I was like, "Of course I do." Do you know who you're talking to? So we watched uh, Star Trek for a little while. We watched like three episodes. What Star pizza Trek. did you get? Frank's. Frank's. Nice. And a steak special. Yeah. A steak sandwich? Mm-hmm. I've, I've never had a Frank's steak sandwich. Oh, they're delish. They're pretty good. Yeah, I hear good things. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't get away from the pizza and the cow zones long enough to... Yeah, the zones uh, The zones are great. Remember the Pizzone from Pizza Hut? Yeah, what never a tried it. fucking amateur hour. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they were pre-made and just baked. Yes. I'm pretty sure. That's another thing. Because you I, only had three options. I mean, if I'm going I'll to ask pizza, Annie. Annie works there. So If I'm going to Pizza Hut, I mean, I'm probably just going to wind up getting the pan pizza, some kind of pan pizza, just because that's what... That's what Pizza Hut is to me. Right. I'm a thin crust guy now. From people, I like really? thin crust on occasion. Yeah. 
See, the, the thing is, the Pizza Hut is like, I associate it with the greasy pan style pizza. Yeah, I do was, like it. That's my childhood. That's the taste of the Ninja Turtles video game. Arcade <laughs> game. <laughs> you know, in the Smithers uh, Pizza the one, Hut. Which one? The one that was... The, the four, one that, four person one. No, no, no. Then they had Mortal Kombat. No, which the, Pizza Hut? The one that was Smithers. The Dollar General. The, the giant brick building that was that had, was came, that's torn down now. With okay, the yeah, yeah. Okay. The on, the only one. Why'd they move that? It was in such a that, great spot. That building was that building was falling down. Oh, wasn't it? It was yeah. condemned. They tore down Twin Hills. You guys see that? Yeah, that's a fucking bummer. That's a good idea. Tear down Twin Hills. They already did it. Because the amount of like money you'd have to spend heating the building and taking care of it and stuff like that in that location, that it's ne- the business is never going to recover. It's a liability to keep it keep the structure up. Well, not Frank's Pizza had taken over, and apparently one of the cooks from Not Frank's was cooking meth in the fucking in Twin Hills. Oh, at uh, Twin Hills. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, I don't know if this is true. Somebody who knows things about drugs was telling me that like if you're cooking meth, like like say, and if you you were cooking meth in this house, like. It sticks to the walls and mm-hmm. it gets sure. and, if, and if children are exposed to it, it can like permanently neurologically damage them yes. just from sitting on a couch in a room where meth was cooked. Yeah, you remember uh, in Breaking Bad, uh, Walt would take off all of his clothes and hang them outside on the uh, on the uh, mirror of the uh, RV and then put on the plastic shit and go in and, and cook meth. Right. Jesse would cook that he was chili also, pea. He was also an OCD psychopath. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, he you'll knew, see. but he knew I a lot about how far chemistry. you're in, but he... Season, about halfway through season three. There's, a, there's, so an, episode, there's an episode with a fly in the lab that's that, that makes me want to fucking murder him. See, he's going to love that episode. I hate... I, I wanted to stop watching the show and never watch <laughs> it again after that. I know he's going to love that episode. I wanted to stop watching after... Okay. Okay. The thing that makes me not want to watch it is the uncomfortable scenes between Skylar and Walt, where she knows he's lying. He's lying. He doesn't want to lie. He thinks that's what he has to do. He should just he should just level with her. If that's his wife. I mean, okay, but here, okay, here's a question: Is her fucking Ted on par or worse than him cooking meth and trying to support their family? I think I think her fucking Ted is like. Just like the the normal healthy thing to do in that situation, <laughs> quite frankly. Fair. I mean, if that's what you want to do, I mean, if she's just doing it to be vindictive, then that's being vindictive. But if she's doing it, to try if to he's get lying it. to her over and over again and deceiving her in all these ways, and she's not getting her needs met, and sure. you, I mean, yeah, get you get you some on the side. Why not? But there is he's not going to divorce her. There no. is a uh, there's a point where she gets tired of Ted. And you can tell. Like, she looks down at her feet. She, like, stands on a towel instead of standing on that heated floor. I actually, you know, there are things, I get I get why people don't like her and why it bugs you, but I kind of, she, she pisses me off some of the times, but I also kind of respect um, just her motherhood and the way that she's protective of, you know what I mean? She's, yeah. she's she has a, she has a backbone. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I'm not one of these guys that doesn't like a woman because she, I like strong women. I can't, no, I I can't date a weak woman, but I, I'm saying that... Um, you got to have a girl that can take a punch. <laughs> I can't stand shrewishness, and she was a shrew. She really was. Like, just hectoring him all the fucking time, no matter what he was doing. <laughs> Even when he was just being a, a, a teacher, she was, she was always she on was his ass. hectoring him? Yes. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes she'd Alejandro him. <laughs> kind of kind of a nag. <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah. she really was, because her sister's that way, too. Her sister nagged poor Hank. Oh, I want to you know? cave her sister's 
her, but that girl mm. is a great actress. Betsy oh yeah, Grant, she's yeah, she's real good. Her sister um, sucks. But yeah, there's a point where you can tell Skylar's a little bit turned on by all the bullshit that Hank's doing. Or not Hank, uh, Walt. Walt. Yeah. I'm just amazed that uh, they haven't just killed Walter Jr. They need to fucking get rid of that piece of shit. He, he keeps on telling me he hates Walter Jr., so I'm waiting for Walter Jr. to do something terrible. And he's just being a... What are we doing, bud? My fucking phone gets advertisements. I don't know. See? Why does my phone do that? Is your YouTube still on? No. It just... It'll just <laughs> pop up an advertisement. That's fucking crazy. Did you get like the floor model or something? No, like I got that was fucking, there. buddy. I got fucking big blue. I got say the fucking art. It's the one of the best phones in the fucking store. And um, big blue. That was the name of the the. Uh, no, was it big blue or deep blue? Was a computer that played chess and beat. Big big blue was an IBM model. Yeah. The, yeah. That's the one who played Sergey, whatever his name is, and beat him in chess. I think so. Yeah. Rishnikov. Sure. Sometimes when people talk about IBM, they, they call IBM Big Blue. Sure. Or Watson. Watson's the new uh, is the is IBM's current AI. <laughs> AI. Oh, they have an AI now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is Alexa Everybody's an AI? Gonna, um. Or is that just a servant? Yeah. Thing? Um. I, I guess it would be in that. It's in that category. Mm-hmm. Um. I ask I don't Alexa know that, shit all the time. I don't. I've never used any of that stuff. Like the, my computer keeps it has Cortana on it, and they it would just just intervene and whatever I'm doing. Can we help you? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. And there's no way Fuck to turn off! it off. I've just said, I've, you can't, you mine can't, doesn't fuck with me it. anymore. I can't disable it. I don't know it. why. I just I just it doesn't fuck with me anymore. But I don't know how I got it to do that. Maybe I just kept screaming "fuck off" at it. I have no idea. Yeah, but, I'm willing to do anything to get it to stop. <laughs> Holding a gun to its head, <laughs> one more time. <laughs> ask me, I'm, ask me if I need anything. One more Cort- goddamn time. Just, I'm Cortana. I'm switching to Apple. <laughs> I'm going to switch to Apple. No! <laughs> On your ass. <laughs> what were we talking about? Something about Breaking Bad. Betsy Brandt, uh, good actress. When Hank got shot, that's where I'm at right now. After he okay. dealt with those two piece of shit twin fuckers, that. People like that, like them and Tuco, deserve to fucking die. They don't deserve to live. So, Do you hope they burn in hell? Well, I've always said it this way. The only time that religion serves me is if I want to imagine a hell where bad people go. Mm. You know, or where heaven where good people go. You know, that's the only time it really enters in my head. Like, I've said it before, I hope there's a hell... So you can go there. You Me? No, what the fuck not, did I do, not man? You, Jesus, well, fucking well, Christ, you Jesus! I brought so much joy into your life. I've made this podcast up just for you. You had the pizza, okay, okay. The pizza and chill. <laughs> yeah, the pizza and the chill and the butt fucking on the porch. I mean, Jesus Christ! Come on, purgatory. All right, okay, fine. I mean, that's better limbo. than hell. I love doing the limbo. <laughs> that would be hell if that was <laughs> eternally. <laughs> you had to do the limbo. <laughs> I remember uh, Hermes on fucking Futurama. Like he would, li- he was a limbo champ. <laughs> anyway, um, no, when he got shot, and they're in the hospital, she's—I don't know what she called upon to really get that emotion out, but she looks genuine, like she's really fucking upset, and she's bawling, crying, and she—you know—some. <laughs> Actors, I would I would have a hard time being in a relationship with an actor 
Because they can call that shit up on command. Because they're actors. Well, they're liars. Yeah, they're, exactly. in, they're, they're genuine by profession. Exactly. Their so job is to lie. Yeah. So that I mean, she just did a really good job. The woman who plays Skylar is a is a fine actress as well. Yeah. But her sister is better. She's just a better actress. Oh, yeah. Betsy Brandt. Yeah, she's yeah. good. Um, the guy who plays she's Hank. The, fun fact: Betsy Brandt was in the uh, Michael J. Fox show. Like that, they tried to force <laughs> where everything he was doing had was related to Parkinson's. Yeah, it was a little shaky. Hey, hey, it was a little hold shaky. This paint for me. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, hold on. It uh, it was uh, it was a little shaky. The standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna. Oh. How, how do you make it sound like they're standing? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Weird. Stop asking questions. <laughs> That's my job. I'm supposed to ask questions and criticize shit. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, she's great. Um, but the Michael J. Fox show was... Yeah, Gary. <laughs> yeah. There's no way he's going to watch it. it was, it's like the Michael Richard show. There's no way I was watching that piece of shit. <laughs> you just, whenever a joke bombs, he just starts screaming nigger at the audience. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> these, these group of people annoy you. I don't know if oh, I should yeah. say. Niggers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, naggers. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and he's the nigger guy. <laughs> and, he's, and he's driving down the road smiling. They're all like this. <laughs> well, we got a free, uh, free Party. trip to California. That was fun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said the end bomb on national television. <laughs> Did you ever see that episode of South Park? I don't think so. He's doing Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I mean, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's become, I don't know if it's become a bit of a meme. Yeah. I, I put up the gif. <laughs> the, the black camera like, killer leans over. Hmm. <laughs> like, don't say it. <laughs> Can I buy a vowel? <laughs> <laughs> he bought. He bought all his all his letters. He was one letter short, and the clue was: these people annoy you. <laughs> He's like it's N blank N blank G G E R S. Oh, I don't know if I should say it. Five seconds. Naggers. Then he says it. I like to tell the niggers. And he says it so. <laughs> oh, oh, naggers! Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I should pull that up because it's so fucking funny. <laughs> but it made an interesting point and a good point about how divisive that word is. Because, man, if I was a black person, I wouldn't want to hear that word. It's a, it's think, it's a it's a it's a diminutive. It's really hey, well, sucks. Like you're get a lot I mean, context matters. Sure, audience, keep quiet, please. That's sped up. Uh, yeah. So then keep it up. Well, uh, ten seconds, Mr. Marsh. Well, I know it, but I don't think I should say it. Five seconds, Mr. Marsh. Uh, all right, I'd like to solve the puzzle. Niggers! <laughs> uh, <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> I like the Vanna White characters like this. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, um... You know, I've never been anybody but myself. Sure. Uh, I don't know what it feels like to actually be a black person, and not every black person has the same experience with being a black person. Some people, some of them just genuinely don't give a shit. 
Well, like that's true, but just, some people are like, okay, I had a buddy. And some people just abuse the position. Um, yeah. you know, they, they play their race, you know, they sure. play their race card yes. a little bit. But there are some people who are genuinely bothered by it. Like, they don't even, okay, I had my friend Matt, He's a, he was born in Newark. He lived in Texas and he came back here to live because he had family here. And uh, there was a guy he worked with, this guy Juan. I didn't like him. Nobody liked this guy. He was from Ohio and he was real street kind of guy, even though Matt was had been a crip and all kinds of stuff. And he kept on saying, nigga, you know what I mean? Well, Matt didn't like that at all. And he told him countless times, don't say that. I don't like that. He's like, I don't think it's right. I don't think we should call each other that. It doesn't, doesn't make it right. So finally, they almost got into a fist fight over it. Mm-hmm. And I could see Matt's point. Matt didn't thought it was a diminutive, and he didn't. Want, he said, "We as a people should stop calling each other that well, if it, we don't want." You know, it's one thing if you've got a one-on-one relationship with somebody, and you and you say, "Please, I don't like this," sure. and someone continues to cross your boundaries. You, you might get, you might get, you might catch, you know, catch some punches. You know what I mean? Right. You're kind of asking for it, but it's one thing. But it's another thing if it's just. Hearing it, you know what I mean. Trying to make sense or something, or just hearing it on the streets, like, "Oh, I'm triggered," uh, you know. No, like he the, wasn't like that. Like yeah, the Papa yeah. John's guy, uh, the guy that owns Papa John's. He was referencing the term. He was referencing. He wasn't calling anybody. He said, uh, "Talk." They were talking about their PR about the NFL or whatever, mm-hmm. and he said, "Jesus, um, the the actual Colonel Sanders." Called people niggers all the time, right? And then he, then they outrage, and he has to step down. Well, see, that's uh, all right. If somebody hears this show and 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 doesn't listen for context, we would people would be mad at us, and we didn't say it in any kind of bad way. People we that just, people that are listening for context are probably mad at us just for saying the word. Yeah, it's so a I, I, actually, I would actually say most liberal and leftist people are mad if you even say the word. To reference the word, to talk about it, not, you're not even but you're supposed to say n word. Not calling somebody. You're literally not supposed to utter the word to talk about I, it. I don't get that. That's that's just yeah. I that I think that that's there's actually a book too far. There's a book called it, called n word. Yes, yeah. and it, and it just it just goes into the history of the word was and why it was, it's was it by Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> I don't even think it's I, I think it's by a black author, but he was trying to draw attention to it, the fact that. <sighs> It is a touchy subject, man, and I get why it's touchy. And I mean, it, I have I have friends that I wouldn't want to say it in front of them to offend them, not because it's triggered, just because they're my friend, and I wouldn't want to hurt their feelings, you know. And even in this context, it, it's a tough call. I don't, you know, what do you do with it? It's like just. Um, talk to everyone the exact same way you would talk to anybody else, and treat every. That's, that's what equality is. That's true. I mean, that's my that's my position. I would I wouldn't censor myself. The, you know, I don't think I would. If and if someone wants to get mad at me because I use the word to reference to have a conversation about the word, well, I guess we're not friends. Right. I guess you don't like me because I use this word. I think that's really petty. Sure. It's Tom. It's Richard Petty. And if you want to, if you want to judge my character based on a phonetic sound that I made with my mouth instead of what my thoughts and feelings are, then I don't want to be your fucking friend. 
quite frankly, regardless of what color your skin is. Well, here's uh, the origin of the end. Don't hear news about the Jew thing. I do know where the term kite came from, by the way. Ah, derogatory term for Jewish people. I do know where that came from. Where? It is when when people used to come over on the, you know, in the ships on Ellis Island. A lot of people couldn't write English. So they used to make their mark, and the Jew's mark was a circle. And uh, the circle is called Keikel. So that's what they were just shorting it to Kike. The oh. guys oh, coming yeah? in and say, here's another Kike once they've seen the, the, the circle. You know stamped. where n- nigger came from <laughs> originally? <laughs> there was some black guy being a nigger. <laughs> <laughs> so they called him a nigger. <laughs> is that Louis C.K. that said that? <laughs> On the radio. <laughs> and they're all Patrice la- O'Neal. And they're laughing at it. Yeah, this is best best friend. Being a real nigger. Well, yeah. he said, what a nigger. <laughs> well, but they know him. <laughs> yeah, they're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patrice O'Neill's it's dying like, laughing. It's like it's like us giving each other shit. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's not like you're going up to the street and be like, "Hey, <laughs> you want to hear a nigger joke?" Or, you know, yeah, that's yeah, one yeah. of the best bits on the radio of all time. There's a bunch of black guys. Well, it, it, it's it, it's fascinating that you can go almost to that point. Like I remember seeing John Caparulo on uh, Chelsea Lately. Chelsea Lately. I've, I've, I've never this. seen him on. Well, yeah, but I, but I've this does bear repeating for this. Yeah, for this part of the conversation and <laughs> they were talking about kim kardashian wanted a star in the walk of fame and lottie love is sitting right here and he says he says why don't they put her star outside of a kfc on that on that line <laughs> so every black guy can walk all over her again and lottie love i thought she was gonna die she's been over fucking laughing Tears coming out of her eyes. She thought it was the funniest fucking thing. But I guarantee that if he had gone farther, she seems like, no, maybe not her. She doesn't seem like somebody that would be offended. It depends on if she's they're comedian. friends or not. Right. She's a yeah, comedian. Com- comedians are, well, new comedians don't think so. But like uh, old, like comedians have been doing a long time. You can't offend them. Well, it's like, it's like, okay, it's like an Italian and an Irishman. Calls, he calls me a patty. I call him a wop or a dago or whatever lefties do. Well, that's, that's you know, fuck them. Well, well that's I mean, kind of, I guess that's kind of, I mean, I get I get that there's some insidious history in the United States with, with you know, black people and slavery and stuff like that. Sure. That is the reason why people, the, the emotional reason why people have the double standard for the N-word versus wop, guinea, honky, whatever. Right. But... In principle, it's a double standard. Yeah, I mean, just just on logic, you know, in a robotic sense of of, of thought, it's it's, it's, like it's a double a, standard. Yeah, if you don't like something, you shouldn't do it either. Like, it's just a question of whether you whether somewhere. you're gonna whether you're gonna conform what you're doing based on someone's emotions or whether you're gonna uh, just just act based on what what is logically just mm. and. That that's where the disagreement, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people argue, try to make arguments with their feelings, mm-hmm. and if you're and if you're a person who's who's trying to make an analytical argument with someone who's using their feelings, you're wasting your time. Well, sure, because the person who's making the argument with their emotions is going to get mad, and they're also not going to make any fucking sense exactly. because emotions aren't logical. Exactly. So, God bless them. Just kind of read the room is what I usually do. Sure, and what I can say and what I can't say. Or, I mean, I can say whatever I want. Yeah, just... I'm not literally trying to upset people. On this show, I'll do whatever it's I like, want. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same with anything. It's like, you know, 
if I have a gay friend, I'm like, hey, faggot. <laughs> and he's like, you know, don't call me that. It hurts my feelings. Oh, so shit, I'm sorry, bro. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not going to keep calling him a faggot over and over again. You know what I mean? That, what, the, then you just go down. What about queer? What about uh, twinkle toes? Yeah. In, any of these that I can call I'm just gonna. I'm just going to back I, off. I, I'm because, not going to use your name. Because I have, you know, I have some empathy and I don't want to make this person uncomfortable. Twinkle toes. Just, oh. I remember on fucking The Simpsons where, uh, uh, what's his name? He's a director, uh, Brian Singer. <laughs> uh, that's a whole Spielberg. That's a whole different conversation. No, he was he's he directed Pink Flamingos and um, uh, he's a the white trash. His his big thing was he he was a white trash guy. John uh, Lovitz. <laughs> no, I've got a Lovitz bit coming up here in a oh second. Boy. It's fucking great. Uh, I know what you're talking about too. Um, Pink Flamingos. Yes, John. He directed Serial Mom, Pink Flamingos. Oh, Waters. Yeah, John Waters. And uh, he was on there as himself. And Homer found out he was gay. And at the end, he Homer was the moment where he realizes that he, what he's doing is wrong. Don't you call him a, a twinkle toes. This guy is a fruit. <laughs> <laughs> or queer, queer, queer. You want to be called that? John, John Waters is like, yeah, that or John. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good episode because they went to a gay steel mill. <laughs> Guys carrying a big ladle full of metal. Hot stuff coming through. <laughs> Dad, why did you bring me a gay steel mill? <laughs> I don't know, son. Because <laughs> um, they thought Bart was gay. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bart. You know, I can see that. I can could, I could see well, that. Well, it's a woman. His voice is played by a woman, and he sounds kind of feminine sometimes. And uh, Homer is played by a woman. You knew that? No, he's not. It's Dan Castellaneta. <laughs> I'm trying to get one over. Um, have you Sell that somewhere else, sir. Have you ever seen the lady that plays Marge? Yeah, it's Joey Kavner. Yeah, she looks exactly like she should She should look to have that voice. That's her real voice. Yeah. She barely, in the early episode, she didn't alter her voice at all. Yeah. But now she's been doing it for so long, it's made it. Voice actors, I would bet, have throat cancer, get throat cancer more than other people. Uh, I don't know because it's irritating. It well, irritates I don't know about the- cancer, but they get nodes and stuff. Yeah, like, because especially ones that have to change. They're like the lady that does Bobby Hill in her, in real life. She's got like a real raspy type voice. Yeah, because that's all Pamela she does. Like, like she's been in stuff. I've seen her acting and stuff. But um, is she, she does in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yeah, that's her. Yeah, that's she plays Bobby's Bobby Hill's voice. Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's like a little adorable. Yeah, she was good looking back in the day. She was a singer and everything. Yeah. Um, there's the lady, uh, Tara Strong. She does almost, almost everything. Mm-hmm. She's in so much shit. There's no way that, like, she, she probably doesn't speak whenever she's not working, you know? Mm-hmm. Sort of like uh, Celine Dion. She doesn't sing when she's not working. She doesn't speak. Like, she, she, and whispering is worse than actually talking. Yeah. So to rest her voice, because she does those, uh, that residency in Vegas, in Vegas, where yeah. you do like three shows a day, seven days a week. Oh my God, why would you do that? Would be fucking nuts. Why would you do sing the same songs? You have to bring that energy every time. I think she probably only does probably four nights a week, but still, I'm making millions. Fuck it, yeah, for that amount of money, fuck it. I'll get up there and I might act do it like for a, the greatest. I might do ever. it for a year. I don't know, ten million dollars for a year, and then retire, and then just do what you want because you can do what you want. Like yeah. if you want to make. Records, you can make records if you want to tour and, and not be in front of 
a Vegas crowd every night. I was looking at a at a list. Speaking of disease and celebrities, I was looking at a list today of people who had HIV, and you didn't know Isaac Asimov had HIV. The, the science fiction writer, really? Yeah, that's what he not what he died of, but he got it from blood transfusion. Miss Kitty from Gunsmoke, really had HIV. Um, Rock Hudson, well, yeah, he died of AIDS. Robert Reed, of course. Freddie Mercury, yeah, Freddie, all the ones that you Freddie Prince Jr. No, I don't think. <laughs> I remember he came into uh, Chili's one time we were working, and I was back there, and I, I've never liked Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, come on, and, man. Uh, what? And they were like, Freddie Prince Jr. is out here. I wonder what he's doing here. I said, he's probably looking for a fucking job. You seen his past three movies? <laughs> fucking terrible. Oh, he's doing fine. Yeah, he's doing perfectly fine. He's He produces and writes and stuff now. Does he? Just like uh, David Arquette. And, uh, all those dudes, they're, they're okay. Sure. Wilmer Valderrama, who you mentioned earlier. Mm. He's cooler than we'll ever be. I don't know about that. I don't know. I do. Huh. Excuse me, miss. <laughs> we are we're talking about the same Freddie Prince Jr., aren't we? Yeah, the son of Freddie Prince Sr. You just blew my mind. <laughs> God damn. Um, I was trying to find something. It's like Kramer. You just blew my mind. <laughs> trying to find something. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I like when he gave Jerry a blood transfusion. Jerry's like, I can feel his blood in there borrowing things from my blood. <laughs> and then he grabs his arm. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> like he's like his heart was beaten. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, God damn it. Um, you guys want to do favorite things? Sure. Let's do that. Jump right in. Chocolate. Chocolate's pretty good. I ate two king-size Hershey bars last night. You son of a bitch. Just a plain Hershey? Yeah, oh yeah. It's my favorite. I'm a Hershey's with almonds type. I don't like... All day. Mr. Goodbar also. Love it. Uh, I'm not down. I like crackles and... and Raindrops on roses. Nestle Crunch. Whiskers on kittens. But not. Bright copper what about the uh, one with the raisins in it? No. No raisins in my chocolate. Tied up with strings. Somebody offered me trail mix the other day. I want to punch him in the mouth. It's like, you take that shit somewhere else. I like trail mix. Fuck your trail mix. Some trail good trail nuts. Mix. Some healthy fats from those nuts. Yeah. I, uh, some dried... Some nature's candy. Some dried yeah. fruits. Okay, uh, dried cranberries. <laughs> my favorite thing this week is John Lovitz. <laughs> I just started going through all his skits on the SNL app, where you can look up any skit ever. And I and I just re- he had some funny skits like um, Master Thespian is uh, fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, Hanukkah Harry. Yeah, Han- oh god, I watched that the other day. It was up there. I had the headphones in at work. I was dying laughing. People, like, what are you laughing at? I'm like fucking Hanukkah Harry. Okay. This one, though, is <laughs> It was just a weird skit That I just still find funny Now that you have the SNL app We can pull up some of those classic Will Ferrell sketches Okay, here we go like the It's just called Get to Know Me Yeah, it's great <laughs> Hello, I'm John Lovitz And I'm having lunch in the Russian tea room With the most beautiful woman see. in the world Paulina There we go well, we can't all be me. <laughs> but if you'd like to fulfill your dreams like I did, then I have one piece of advice for you. 
Get to know me! When do I tip my tooth? Why do I drain my foot? Where is my extra bone? Get to know me! Skeptical, listen to him. Hello, before I got to know John, I was nothing, nowhere, nobody. I was stuck in a room reading voiceovers I could barely understand. And then I got to know him, and now I get to be on TV. And today they call me Don Pardo. And then this, <laughs> it's screaming. It, it, yes, it just goes on like that. And it, which it should it's a be. It's 40 minute uh, sketch. <laughs> the entire first quarter of the episode. Steve Martin's in that one. He's, is he? I was a stupid comedian with an error through my head. Then I got to know him. <laughs> I'm a Lovitz fan. I, 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 he's I, a bit of a, a, an ass bag in real life. Is he? To, especially to women, to female is comics. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's what I've heard. That's disappointing. Yeah, what are you going to do? I figured he'd be a nice guy. He's 100 years old. He was uh, he was good in uh, The Critic. Well, of course. And um, uh, The Wedding Singer. <laughs> yes. a, a League of Their Own. God, he was good in that. I'm just going to go home and give the wife a little tickle pickle. Cal <laughs> <laughs> starts bowing. Would you shut up? Was he in High School High? Yeah. That was great, man. It was a funny fucking movie. It was, a, it was like a spoof, like a Leslie Nielsen movie. Yeah. I liked it. If you don't like it, you can suck a dick. Suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing is, uh, I got a couple, but um, I watched the Mystery Science Theater Mac and Me last night, and it is fucking hilarious. <laughs> How bad it is. Yes. No, the movie isn't altogether terrible. What? It's not that bad. Are you kidding? I mean, like the, but like the movie itself isn't that bad, but the commentary that they did over it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it was yeah. really funny. <laughs> Have you ever seen Mac and Me? Yeah, I did, but it's been it's been a couple decades. That was E.T. That, if if E.T. was good. Yeah, I remember I vaguely remember it, but <laughs> I would need a refresher. But they did Mystery Science Theater over top of it. And they fucking nailed it. It was murdery as fuck. Like <laughs> they have one that's that was on the old show too. They they redid Ator, which is that's Horrible Conan the Barbarian type fucking deal. Can't wait to see that one. It's on, it's on the. Uh, it's on this new season. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the last one in the gauntlet. Okay, I watched three of them last night. <laughs> Did they just go into each one? Of, I mean, I mean, it's episodes. They're divided up. I was, I'm kind of disappointed that there's only six. Hopefully, yeah. they'll drop more later. I hope. Because we'll I, re- I, it took me almost a year to get through the first season. Just because I'd go go off of it and go back. And- I watched fucking Star Crash like every night for like a month. <laughs> that shit got me. It was hilarious. Did you watch the entire thing of uh, Mac and Me? No. I oh, just God. started it. and well, You got to get to the end, man. <laughs> You've seen Mac and Me before, so you know what happens, right? I Yes, vaguely. And <laughs> then I looked up. I mean, it, what it is is that it, McDonald's produced that. Yeah. And it was a it was there's a lot of it was an effort to tie their restaurant into the movie and sell a bunch of shit and it failed girl, miserably. One of the girls works at McDonald's, yeah. Uh, but there's Coca Colas in it. You took yeah. my Coca Cola, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, but they they reference all the product placement, yeah. And uh, but at the end, like um, as the cops are trying to, they're having like a shootout with Mac and his family, and. <laughs> And Mac doesn't know what's going on because he's a stupid ass, like the dumbest aliens. 
And <laughs> he took a gun from a cop and he doesn't know what to do with it. And he's just flopping around and they're having a shootout with him. And like the, the kid in the wheelchair rolls after him and he's like, and the commentary guy, I think it's Jonah's like, Oh, it looks like we're going to have one of those moments where we explain why uh, our differences and everything. And then, like they start shooting, and they're supposed to be talking. They're supposed to be having explaining our differences. No, no! And like the building explodes. Oh god! They start screaming. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I at first I wasn't. I was still in the old show mindset, so the voices of the robots kind of irked me a little bit. And the fact that Joel wasn't on it was got to me, but I like Jonah. Jonah's hilarious. I like him, and I and I like the voices of the robots now. I mean, it just took well, a little getting used to. What I like about it is the people that are doing it, the people that are playing the characters. Joel Hodgson is, of course, the producer on it, mm-hmm. but the people that are playing the characters loved that show growing up. Jonah Jonah Ray can do other stuff. Mm-hmm. He's he's pretty good at what he's a pretty good comedian. He's pretty good, but he's choosing. To do Mystery Science Theater because he loved it growing up. He right. said it was his dream job to do something like that. Well, and Patton Oswalt, too. Patton, Patton Oswalt, he's too. one of those that would love it. I mean, I. Matt Oswalt writes on it. Oh, does he? Yeah. Matt Oswalt might be funnier than Patton. He just probably doesn't have the stage presence Patton has, you know. I don't because know. on Twitter, he's very Matt funny. Oswalt is savage. I mean, he's. Yeah, he's very funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that might be. That's probably my favorite episode of the new batch of Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. My other favorite episode might be Side Hackers, to be quite honest. Oh, God. Side Hackers. <laughs> we'll have to uh, show John Side Hackers later. It, yeah, you have to watch that. It's so. Uh, <laughs> Michael Pataki's in it. That's enough to sell it right there. Yeah. God, he's terrible. Um, <laughs> he really is, man. He's so bad. Such a bad actor. <laughs> who's Who's been in big movies. He was in Rocky Four. He played the lead Russian guy. Yeah. With that horrible Russian accent. <laughs> but um, if, if you could change... Yeah, you can change. <laughs> Use can change. We can all change. Yeah, Adrian. <laughs> that changed. Oh, God. Um, side Hackers or... I bought Side Hackers, Catalina Caper, and uh, Ring of Terror, which is... Oh, it's so bad. I tried to watch a... um on, on Amazon last night, I tried to watch... There's like a weird Oz movie, because you know anybody can... Yeah, it's Rift Tracks. Yeah, I watched the Rift Tracks, and that's... It's it's doing the same thing. It's the same guys from Mystery Science Theater, not Joel, but... Uh, but it's... Like, there's no people in the front that you can see. Like Really? Guys, they're yeah. just talking over it? They're just talking over it. I like it better when you can see them and they're actually doing it. Right. Instead of... Uh, well, sometimes the sight gags you do. On, yeah. It, like, one of them, I remember Joel getting up and straightened the guy's tie and <laughs> smacked him in the mouth. <laughs> 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 it's funny. This is funny. Tom Sawyer would jump up and kiss people. Yeah. <laughs> Crow. Crow that one in the one. You see things to me? He's... Space cake in the space because it was like in everything in space. He put space in front of everything. You think there's going to be any uh, space cake in the space galley tonight? <laughs> I watched the second episode of the new one. It's uh, Atlantic Rim. Yeah, and it is god awful. Sure, That's it's Tretch from Money by Nature. Pacific <laughs> Tretch from Money by Nature looks like he's aged maybe three weeks. Yeah, from the early nineties. Yeah, black really doesn't crack, and I think that's why a lot of people are racist. They're jealous because black people don't age. Well, externally. Yeah. Their health as a group. Well, it's because all they do is drink grape soda. <laughs> That's not true. Some of them like orange soda better than grape soda. 
Remember they were going through the, they were going through Cleveland's fucking mail. Grape soda monthly on soda quarterly. <laughs> it's like the whole it's like the whole fried chicken and watermelon thing. It's like you know I, I know a lot of black people that prefer baked chicken. <laughs> with, I, their, with their watermelon. First of all, I know you're lying when you say I know a lot of black people. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know a lot of people. Period. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing and crying at the same time. <laughs> you pointed out my misanthropy. <laughs> what was the Dave Chappelle bit? Now he talked about. He would he would do commercials just for chicken. I'll do it for free, chicken. <laughs> I love you, chicken. Well, but. Who doesn't like fried chicken for fuck's yeah, it's sake? An, it's an idiotic thing. To there's there's nothing. For. I should have. I was up at Fayetteville today. I should have. It was too early. That's why I didn't get it. I'll try to get that chicken. Yeah, and the, get the fucking. Uh, well, I usually just get the bucket of dark meat fried chicken. It's great. What is it? Like, fucking t- delicious. Ten bucks. Ten bucks for ten pieces. Fuck yeah! I'll take it all day long, baby. I'll sit there and eat the whole goddamn bucket. I've done that before. I have done it too, <laughs> and I feel so amazing after I do that. <laughs> yeah, fried, it's weird. Fried chicken doesn't really sit heavy on you. No, it, 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 put, it kind of puts me. Well, to there's sleep. there's a little bit of carbs in the breading, but not much. It's mostly if, fat if, and protein. Yeah, if, if which doesn't which doesn't weigh you down the same way. A if bunch you don't of bread eat does. the potatoes and stuff with it, then you're that's you're why good to go. that's why the Thanksgiving thing. Everyone talks about oh the tryptophan in the turkey. Yeah, Actually, it's the, it's the potatoes. There's a minuscule amount of tryptophan in the turkey. It has nothing to do with the turkey. If you ate just turkey, you wouldn't be passing out. It's the potatoes, stuffing, the rolls, the stuffing, the, desserts. the pastas, the sugar. God, I missed all that. I've got some if you want. Do you? I've got turkey and, and stuff in there if you want to take some. Yes. But remember, you got three biscuits you got to take. Oh, I'm going to eat all that today. Okay. I'm, I'm back on the back on the weightlifting wagon here. Yeah. I'm fucking. I got, I'll make you a plate after we're done here if you want. I did the powerlifting thing today and get, getting back on the horse here. I'm going to get really trying fat to get and strong. Again. Yacked. Yeah. Get yacked. I did, um, did some BJJ on Wednesday. Got my ass kicked. Real, got submitted like 15 times. Oh, shit. That's great. Yeah, that's that's. The, I'm a fucking white belt. So there's like there's like a, you're not even two black belts, a brown you, belt, and a blue belt. And are I'm you a even a white belt yet? Don't you have to like do it a while to be even become a white belt? I think I'm a white belt. Okay, I don't know. I don't he know. identifies as a white belt <laughs> because I know I know traditional Japanese jujitsu. I just haven't rolled BJJ style. You know what I mean? Like I know on oh, Brazilian jujitsu. I know how to do. I know the basic. You know, I know how to do a rear naked choke, and I know how to. I know how to get upright, and I know how to scramble a little bit. And I'm a white belt. I could even. I could probably get a stripe too. Hmm. Yeah. So where was this at? Um. There's Beckley. They don't really have a website or anything, but it's um, it's a Beckley Jiu Jitsu, and then they also have MMA at the same. It's just a little hole in the wall gym, but they're affiliated with SAS um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu out of Lewisburg, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's yeah, it's. I mean, they're they. Let's let's put it this way. You, you've everyone's heard of Butch Hiles and everything like that. I know that I have friends that really like training with him. And I don't want. I don't know anything about him. I don't want. But both my both my sensei in Montgomery and the guys at the MMA gym, both of them on their own accord have, have sort of like politely said, well, you know, they they don't really compete with, they can't really compete with us. Like the, the guys that come out of Butch Hiles, like they don't, you know, he, he they're, not as, they're not as well prepared as they should be for as popular as that gym is. Hmm. That my little hole. He said, well, "The guy at my little hole in the wall, Jimmy said, we make we make Butch Hiles guys throw up." Hmm. And after training with him on Wednesday, I can kind of see why. Because <laughs> I almost threw up. 
I'll, I'll stick to powerlifting. <laughs> I mean, I was considering. Well, I mean, the, and if you're taking up if you're getting, something, if you're, but, if you're getting tired, you know, they're not going to sit there and you know berate you, but they will push you. Right. Like I was, we're doing the thing like where if, like if someone's caught, like you throw a kick and someone's caught your kick, and you've got to jump around, and they're trying to take you down while holding your leg. We we're doing that like for for three minute rounds where he's holding your leg for three minutes and oh my god and moving you around and you're hopping around on one foot and it's just burn 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 he's like, he's like come on you got you got thirty seconds you could do anything for thirty seconds and then and then and then rest for thirty seconds and then switch legs oh god no <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll train you for for a few well I remember when we used to go we we would go up heavy squatting and then we would go back down and we'd rep out like. 225 for what 15 yeah and then we do 135 for like 20 i wanted to die by the end of that yes and then my instructor he was like you know we were taking turns rolling with different people so everybody gets to roll with everybody else Mm -hmm. and i got with my guy usually instructed by there's a couple instructors and uh he was just like he just like laid down in people's position he's like come on he's like choke me submit me just like gave up his back and you know you know roll with me and you know I, i got some positions he let me have some positions and Got to go back and forth with him, and then, you know, when he wanted to do something tricky, gee choke me or, or wrist lock me or some bullshit, and maybe tap. Yeah, yeah, they. Uh, it's fun. They say that when you're first starting out, the best thing you can do is roll with somebody that is is good, like a black belt, brown belt, something like that. Well, that's what I said, and that's the kind of karate sparring I like to do too. I don't, I, don't, I mean, I, I like sparring with like underbelts because I'm I'm good, really good at tournament style karate sparring. I like it because it's just a good workout and, you know, I get to, you know, kind of play with them a little bit and, you know, take it. I don't have to worry. But I want to spar with black belts. Like when I'm doing that stuff, I, I don't want to win. I'm not, I'm not in this so I can boost my ego. It's like I want, I want to learn. I want to experience different fighters so that I can get better. You don't get better by, you know. By beating up on somebody. No, yeah. yeah. Well, but I, okay, I've heard of two theories of thought about this. Arnold what and I'm going to relate back to weightlifting because that's what I know. So, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a big believer in failure. He thinks that you should train and and fail all the time because so, he said failure is the best teacher. Reg Park, on the other hand, who Arnold emulated, thought the other way. He said you start with something easy and you build your way up into it, so you get a run at it, so you keep succeeding and you get that feeling of confidence behind everything. Mm. So I can see either way. You know, it's, everyone, everyone's everyone's a brain mixture is of different. both is probably. Good. Sure. Yeah. I would think that succeeding early and then failing later on when you've got a little success under your belt would be good. Uh, that would be. That's how I would like to. If you're starting it. something new, obviously you don't want to just jump in, jump in and get your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, like, oh like, god! If like I went out for swimming in high in uh, high school, when the one year I was at Valley High Access to swimming, and I was growing up swimming, I was a total river rat. I was really good at just swimming for fun, mm-hmm. but I'd never really swum la- swam laps before. After the first. Couple days of of that, I I was so sore and oh like God, asthma. Yeah. And I brought my asthma back. I just I didn't go back because it it was too much. It was like too much too quick. And I was like I was like sore for like two weeks. Valley had a swimming team. Yeah, a small one, a small good swimming team. Yeah, huh. this was this was like ninety ninety nine ninety eight ninety nine. Do you like they were better than Galway? Uh, no, no, definitely not. No, I heard I it was fucking, a shitty school. I fucking hated it. The people were ev- the people were terrible. They were cold hearted. The teachers were even less competent and cared even less. Yeah. There were more classes. Like, that's one of the reasons why I went, because I wanted to have more options. Because it's like a golly. It was so small when I was there. It's like, oh, you can either take um, shop again, 
<laughs> or shop for the third time, or retard math class, which is the highest math class available. Uh, I'm year. sorry, excuse me. Uh, we don't use that word. It's waterhead math class. <laughs> no, we had we had a math class. We didn't have. We had a math class that was called trig calc. Oh, so it's a mixture. They're not even related. <laughs> yeah, they're not. Well. I don't know that they're not because I'm real because, bad at math, but I don't yeah, think they I'm are. Really and it was taught, well. and it was taught by someone who was had, had no background in math who was actually a science teacher. No, no, no. Well, math is a science. Miss Payton. Oh, she's such a sweetie, though. Oh, real, real kind lady. I yeah. like her a lot, but she wasn't a math teacher. No, no, she wasn't. You know, she didn't prepare me for the SAT <laughs> at all. It wasn't her fault. Was she hot? In her youth, she really was not a bad looking lady. Yeah, she a, uh, a real. Uh, a real uh, smoke show back in the day. Yeah, she was. Nice. She, yeah, she was. She was a hippie I, type. Uh, yeah, I liked her. I really liked really her. nice lady. Yeah. Did you ever have uh, my neighbor over there in a class? Snyder? Yeah, yeah Snyder was teacher. an awesome fucking teacher. She was a drilled it into your fucking yeah, skull. She, you were going to learn it. <laughs> she was a good repetition uh, by the numbers. That was her style: yeah. intimidation and repetition. Boot camp. Yeah. Social studies. <laughs> She I, may, I never had her. For, I mean, I never had her because I didn't go to these schools. But she seems like a great person. She's. I like. Yeah, I like. Miss she's very really nice to my dogs or my dog now. She was very, very, pretty much all business at school. Like she was. She took it very didn't, seriously. Did not fucking put up with bullshit. You did it. You're out. Go to the office. I'm yeah. Not putting don't wait. Don't waste any. Don't waste my time. Don't waste your classmates' time. Right on. Don't. She started our first class when we uh, when we were all starting as freshmen. I was wearing a. I was big metalhead then, of course. And I had a Sacred Reich T-shirt. And it had the thinker on the front of it, and it on the back it had a Plato quote. It said, "The unexamined life is not worth living." It's a great quote. I just bought it because I liked the way the shirt looked. By the end of it, I wanted to know what Plato was all about. I started reading Republic because I was like, "This big pedophile, Plato? Yeah, they all were. Well, okay. they were can't really hold them to the Nambla thing. I mean, yeah. it was yeah, it was like what they yeah, but the kids consented back then. I mean, it was like yeah, it was that was the way it was cultural, it was like, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, you you're an adult at age ten, really. Well, when you're living to I'm, I'm when you're living to the age of twenty five, I'm, I'm kind of joking. <laughs> when you're a great grandfather at the age of nineteen, yeah. actually, <laughs> you're, there, you're it considered wasn't quite that. You're considered you're considered an elder at age twenty five. Sure, you know. Actually, though, I was I had a teacher, and he said that the that the theory that people he said you can't take the aggregate and say that people lived. I can't remember how he said it. He said they they're virtually the same today as they were back then. He said, "You're you're taking the birth rate and the death rate, and you're creating an artificial number." Is what it, basically what he said. Yeah. So, well, they if you um, if you cut out the uh, the uh, infant mortality, then it was pretty much the same right. as, as us. And different cultures are the Greeks were about physical fitness and stuff like that, so they probably lived a bit longer. The Romans they, they had the capacity to live into their hundreds, and they had people that lived that right. long. It was just not as common because you get an infection or something like that. Right. Wolves were a thing you had to deal with. Uh, yeah. Elephants, I don't know. I don't gangrene, know. all kinds. Dragons, of shit. they had dragons then. <laughs> I don't. I was thinking though. I don't know if the Greece had wolves. I think that it was a myth that I mean the dragons really didn't have that big of an effect on the population. Though. I don't know, John. I mean, we had virgins. They ate virgins. I mean, yeah. yeah but, but that's what I'm saying. It was that's like they every now was, and again. Right. That's why everybody started fucking so early, so the dragons wouldn't eat them. And that's how they starved them out, and then they died. That's why pedophilia was so popular, because it's like people want their kids it to, was a necessity. to not be a virgin. And you had to fuck your kids. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> but we're against that. Dragons were we killed are by... We are number one anti-pedophilia <laughs> podcast in the world. 
I mean, you guys listen, you guys know we spend the least 20 minutes out of every episode talking about how anti-pedophilia we are. We certainly are, sir. I just hope that I catch a pedophile in the back alley one day so I can give him a taste of his own medicine. Just really make sweet love to him. <laughs> just give him that backdoor beat down, you know what I'm saying? Just, just plow that field. Street justice. <laughs> Turn him over and play in the mud, you know what I'm saying? A little bit of butt sex. Chuck, you get it? Yes, I do. You picking up what I'm laying down? I'm getting you it. Smelling what I'm stepping in? <laughs> I yes. like to I like to hand out a little paralysis with my <laughs> retributive with my retributive rape. Fuck them so hard you break their spine. I love it. I'm turned on so hard right now. You got anything? Uh, any uh, favorite things? Favorite. Well, other than sparring and rolling and choking people and getting choked. Um, CBD. All right. Kratom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Food. Uh, the Yule. Oh, it is Yuletide. The Yuletide's rolling in. Motherfucking Yule, y'all. If you don't like it. There's this amazing thing happening right now where the sun is getting us. The earth is, where we are on the planet, is pointed as far away from the sun as it can possibly get on the 21st of December. And it's it's like you can just feel the pull of it. And it's like a slingshot. This Yule is like this big, giant, cosmic slingshot. And once December 21st happens... And the sun rises. The sun, yes. the baby Jesus, yes. comes back. He yes. comes back. He yes. comes back. And the three wise men know that he's coming back. And they come to see him. And they come around the bend. And you can feel that slingshot. And it's starting to slip out of your sweaty fingers. And then the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, three days he rises. After three days. That's that's that's. That's Easter. Easter. But but you get the you get the emotion I'm getting at. And then you let go of the slingshot. And then the Yule starts coming back. The sun, the days start getting longer. The sun starts getting warmer. It doesn't because actually December, January, February, March are the most brutal. But it does start to get lighter. The days do start to get longer again. And that's what we celebrate is that it can't get any darker than it is on that day. Damn. And we're grateful that this force is pulling us back into the light and salvating, saving us. It's the salvation of the cosmos, and that's what Christmas is really all about. You heard it here. <laughs> and, and if you want to s- try to tell me not to celebrate my pagan holiday disguised as a Christian holiday, when I check out at the counter and you try to say something about some holiday, this ain't no fucking holiday. It's not a holiday. It's a way of life, motherfucker. It's our fucking survival on the line right here. It's a goddamn Yule. It's something you're going to celebrate. We're not going to starve. <laughs> <laughs> that that puts me in mind, if winters last that long in Game of Thrones, how do the people live? Uh, that's a good question. I guess, I guess the theory is, is that they just have like, they're really good at storing grain and farming, mm-hmm. and they just have massive stores of grain, and they get really skinny, and a lot of them die. Oh, yeah. During the winter. But I was... But it doesn't Well, the happen. summers do last like 10 years, so they have a lot of time to, yeah, to and grow. And, and apparently, they're able to store this grain in such a way in these that it keeps for nine years or whatever. See, I... Winters, I don't think winters last as long as the summers. But, but they, they can. Yeah. The, the, the oh, yeah, long winter definitely. was nine years. or How long was the long winter? Oh, the long, the night, long night. The long night was a generation. Yeah, see, there's no... They would have just... A that's lot of everybody people, dies. A lot of people would have died, and they yep. would have gone back to being hunter-gatherers, and, right. and everything would... Well, that's run. why this world is so old, and their technology is still pretty primitive, because they... They keep getting wiped out. Because they keep getting wiped out, yeah. <laughs> 
that sounds like a better version of Earth, really. We kind of almost need that. Yeah. I mean, not in a misanthropic way. I just mean, in terms of the natural, you know, like that's what happens in nature. You know, nature, yeah. if the deer population gets too big, then more predators come in. Yeah. And, you know. yeah, we're we're far too successful. And we're, yeah, we've gotten, we've gotten outside of nature now and there's nothing regulating us. It's right. kind of scary. Fucking right on. Um, so, uh, what you're saying is we should probably let the fires burn. What we need is a good society. I mean, I don't, collapse. I don't want anybody's yeah. house to burn. Hard now, reset, like a, a yeah, or like a nice plague. Um, <laughs> a nice plague. I mean, I, I honestly, <laughs> World War. I honestly believe, and I've, I've made this, I've made this um, argument a lot, especially when I was younger. I haven't made it in a while, but I still pretty much believe that cancer is actually, um, is actually like the white blood cell of the earth. Cancer is coming. Cancer is coming in. Because there wasn't really that many cases of cancer long thousands of years ago. It was really, really rare. Mm-hmm. There were still toxins. They were still living by campfires, and, and there's toxic shit in the woods, and there were still carcinogens. Yeah. But I honestly think that it's it's just nature's way of self-regulating. It's nature's white blood cell saying this particular virus that is humanity, not not a bad way, but just this particular or you know collective organism that is humanity is starting to infect. It's starting to become out of balance and 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 nature's response to that is oh, we got to send something out and what they and what that is i think i think cancer is one of nature's white blood cells do you think it works that way i mean that seems like there's a, an intelligence behind that why why would there have to be an intelligence behind that more than any other thing that nature does well i mean because I mean, you can make that case. You can make a case for creationism if you want. No, it's, I'm it's not, not trying what, to. That's not I mean, what I'm I, doing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm don't make it's cases just, for creationism. It's I don't the same as it. your body. It's the same as if I if I have a cold and I sneeze on you, your white blood cells are going to sense that virus coming in and they're going to attack it. So you're saying the Earth is an organism? Oh, you never heard this theory. You never heard the Gaia theory by by Lovelock. I'm Lo- aware. Of- Lovelock is a. He's a. I don't know if he's an ecologist. Some kind of scientist. He came up with the theory of um, of the Gaia principle, which is that the Earth is a singular organism. Well, that would make more sense then. Yeah. Okay. And so, yes, Should and I, I think, pull up a video on this. Uh, I don't know if I don't. Know, there might be some. There are some, but uh, we're talking twelve, twenty-eight. Yeah, they're going to be long. Five minutes. Yeah, the explanation. Maybe I'll do a Wikipedia. About. But um, but yeah. So so if you believe in that, if you believe there, the Gaia is that the Earth is actually an organism in the same way that we are, and we've got trillions of microorganisms living on our body, just okay. like the Earth has all these organisms living on its body. That the Earth itself is actually a living, breathing being, much like a tree. That might okay. be something to look in, like to. Well, that's why when people say Mother Earth, they're talking about Gaia. Well, yeah, there, there was that. It's an old. I don't even know what culture that god is from. Or but. if you've watched or seen the movie Avatar, the same shit, same idea. Oh, the cartoon or the it. movie? The movie Avatar. James oh, Cameron, the, the James Cameron one. Yeah, with the blue people, where they plug into each other. I've never watched that movie. Is it good? No. Um. <laughs> yes It's good in the same way um, the, Like Return of the King The Lord of the Rings movie is good It's like It's not It's it's not something that like I respect I mean it's like something you have to watch It's like it's just It's an important movie to watch The that the, the I think that the The message is important 
You know what I mean? And the the time that it came out and the message is very important. The visual and effects it, are stunning, and it's 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 action packed, and it, I think it's an important. Yeah, I feel like I missed out because I didn't go see it when it was in theaters in the big on three D. I have a three D TV, but it's a, it's oh, up yeah, there. It's up there with. Let's put it this way: Titanic is a far better movie, but Avatar is a more important movie. Mm. Who gives a fuck that the boat crashed? Well, Jack, you know what I mean. There was, this, this there was room this, on that fucking door. This movie is about is is like a, an allegory about the survival of our planet and of our species. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of important. If you're a hippy dippy environmentalist, I went and saw uh, Titanic twice in the theaters. Once with my girlfriend at the time, and once with my girlfriend at the time and my sister because she hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, I wasn't gonna go see that. I liked it. Titanic like is a Titanic's great movie. Mm. It's big and all kinds of fucked up shit happening. I, I know. I, I know that I'll never let. <laughs> I know that I'll never let go. I'll never let go, Jack. <laughs> Draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> I mean, you might be letting go, but I won't. Um, you get to see Kate Winslet's uh, cans. Yeah, you get to see her cans. You get she to see is. her cans a lot, though. She's in. She's, oh, she's smoking hot. Her she's cans so gorgeous. Great. I love her redhead. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, she's 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 one of those ones. She's a she. I think the best role I've seen her in is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. She's great. Oh, did you ever see um, little was it Little Children? Little Children. Um, and she um she has this daughter and and she's in an unhappy marriage and she starts fucking this hot dude who's also in an unhappy marriage. I believe I've seen it. And, and heard, things yeah. things get weird, and um, you know what I mean. Um, I have it on DVD. It, it's two thousand six. It's a good movie. She's really good in that. Okay, Car- uh, she's good in everything. Sarah is a well-educated woman who cannot come to terms with her life as a housewife and mother. Brad, who is Patrick Wilson, who's also really good, a stay-at-home dad, is married to a beautiful filmmaker, Jennifer Connelly. She's great too. God, she's great. She was better chubby though. Kate Winslet yeah. is hotter than than Connelly in this movie. He goes skateboarding instead of studying the bar exam of the pyramid at a playground. Okay, and Love Blossoms. Jennifer Connelly when she was young. Was she's gorgeous? Man. She was fucking like amazing. Labyrinth era. <laughs> she's, a little, she's a little young, in that. but uh, she like a little bit after that where she was, uh, she was built like a brick shit house. Like she's one of those. She got a breast reduction and she lost a bunch of weight, and she's still a beautiful woman. But she was better, thicker. She looked much better that she way. She can yeah. still get it. I'll tell you that right now. Let's look up some images, shall we? There's at least one uh, movie where she shows her tits when she was before she got them done. Oh, uh, there's uh, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, she goes ass to ass on a double dildo with the ladies. He gets some smack. That's not really ass to ass though. That's ass to dildo to ass. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's well, okay. they if they can both you know get enough of it in there, they're meeting in the middle. You know what I mean? Neath yeah. The Georgia Pine. I guess if you're skinny enough, you could make ass to ass. There's party. here's the one that you you're talking about. Yeah, never, this Holy is early nineties. I would yeah. say mid nineties. Good God, That's she could get it. Pretty tough to beat. The dark hair, damn. Some. I wish I was hotter sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna come all over myself. There's a pretty good one right here. That's a little bit later. Still, she's got them cans though. She's aging well too. Yeah. <laughs> I could hear every bit of that. <laughs> you drug your belly across the. <laughs> He's just doing a little per- little fricative percussion over there. <laughs> um, shit, where are we at? Um, I was talking about Gaia and okay, yeah, moot and uh, and somehow we got on Kate Winslet, and then we got on. Uh, we were talking little children. I was comparing that to Titanic, and then we got onto the babes. 
But I, that was one of your favorite things. I was talking about the Yule. I was screaming about Christmas. I could do that some more. You can if you want. I like it. I had a good time. I mean, we're fighting a war here, and you guys are acting all blase blah about well, it. No, I, I don't know if you listened to my opening monologue. Well, okay, that's good. That's a good start. You know what I mean? But you don't win a war by like, oh, you know, I fired some shots. You know, well, you got to rally stuff on the back. You got to rally the troops. You got to rally the troops. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. We that's need what people, I'm here for. We need people to march I'm in not, the Tide Army. See, here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not going to fight anyone. I'm going to be. You ever uh, been to a marathon and you and you got the people running, then you got the guys on the sideline handing out uh, water, Gatorade. I'm that guy. Oh, okay. I, I'm not going to actually fight anybody for anything, but I will. Yeah. I will. You'll sign the petition. I'll sign petitions. I'll provide sundries. I'll bring. <laughs> I'll bring snacks. I'll make. Uh, I'll make uh, rice crispy treats for everybody. Oh, thank you for your service. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You should be thanking me for my service. Son of a bitch. Even if it's armchair service. <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? Armchair service is better than no service. That's what I always say. I hate it when my cell phone doesn't get any service. I agree. I hate that as well. I think it's unjust. It's like it's like the people in rural areas. We're being discriminated against by the t- by the tech giants because they can't make money off of us because we're so far away and there's so few of us. You know, it's like we're marginalized. It sounds like the free market at work. I don't right? have. I don't have. <laughs> Well, you can tell I'm being facetious. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm just kidding. I don't have access <laughs> to full speed unlimited internet. I have to have satellite internet. It sucks. It doesn't. You, when it rains, it doesn't work. I get 20 gigs a month. You get Frontier out there, don't you? Uh, Maybe they don't have internet out there. I don't think Frontier. they have internet. I need to look into it again because every time I've tried to call them and told them my address, they tell me that my address doesn't exist. Tell them to kiss your pussy. <laughs> I've been there. I know Frontier, it's there. Frontier is one of the most incompetent uh, telecom companies that has ever existed. You are not joking. They are horrible. Like, I'm trying to give you my business, and you're just like, no, want some Asian you, person is like, I want no, to give you my money, even no. though I know you have a shitty product. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We don't. There's no, there no house there. We don't have that. I got that here, too. Because I have a um, a microcell that gets boosts your cell phone signal, so I I, tra- I kept filling in my address, and it's like doesn't exist, doesn't exist, doesn't. Exist. I tried every version of my address that could possibly work, and finally I just put in my mom's address, <laughs> and it was like okay, I'm like fine, fuck. But uh, yeah, I get pretty good cell phone signal now. Uh, my phone works through the uh, Wi-Fi. Yeah, so, Wi-Fi calling. Yeah, yeah, it's getting better. Stuff takes time, and you gotta you gotta wait for it. I know it's terrible. I hate waiting. People, people want people are so spoiled. They're like, I want change, and I want it now. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but it's like we went from being like you know wiping our asses with corn cobs to like living in 2018 times, just like in a few generations. And you're you're no, that impatient when people wipe their asses with corn cobs? Did they go like uh, long ways along the crack, or did they just put that some bitch up in there and clean, the clean whole it thing? out, clean the whole thing? It's like a toothbrush up your ass. Hey Peter, <laughs> watch out for the cornhole, bud. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> well, it's an office space. Yeah, I know. Did anybody ever say? Yeah, oh, yeah. You're asking a, what he meant by that. Yeah, I think he's just. Talking about he was going to go to prison. Don't He's get, fucked, get in prison. Fucked, fucked in the ass. <laughs> hey, yeah. Peter. Watch out for the cornhole, bud. Well, my favorite scene is the essence. Anybody where you work ever say somebody's got a case <laughs> of the Mondays? Fuck no. 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 Hell no. No. 
Shit, no, man. <laughs> I think you might get your ass kicked for saying something like that, man. Uh, last week, John and I watched uh, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. It's been quite a bit since I've seen it. And my God, that movie's still so great. I love it. It's I, I've, Fucking Uncle I've said many times that, that that movie is it's just perfect. It's, it's borderline perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's just every that good. shot, like it's just that good. Just every every single character is so developed without even really having to develop them. Everybody's got a quirk. You, that's how he develops characters. I think is the quirks, like Deb's side ponytail. <laughs> then the sound, yes. the soundtrack. Uh, <sighs> Your mom goes to college. <laughs> it's just so. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you you empathize with every character, even the ones that suck. Right, even Kip. Even, even Uncle Rico. Even, Can you pull me into town? Even um, <laughs> the, the popular dude, the the, the 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 blonde guy that's dating the popular, that's dating Summer Wheatley, who just makes shitty faces all the time. <laughs> you still kind of know who that guy is, and you know deep down he's you know he's insecure. Yeah, he hates you, himself. Yeah, you you get it. That's why he picks on Napoleon. Um, well, he does, the thing is, he doesn't even really pick on Napoleon. <laughs> Actually, Napoleon picked on him. He's like, yeah. he's like, can I have one of those buttons? And he just slams it down. <laughs> No, my favorite scene is when Uncle Rico first shows up, and he gets out of that van, and he just says this thing where he's just like, looks like there's a lot you don't know about. <laughs> Tenses up. Remember that? <laughs> it's so funny. I don't know why he does that. It's fucking hilarious. Even like, uh, you can watch that movie with the sound off, and it's still fucking funny. Just because everybody's got a thing. Gr- grandma, yeah. grandma said you have to leave. Because because you're because you're ruining everyone's life and eating all our steak, <laughs> and that's another quirk that they all have. They all only eat steak, no yeah. side dishes, and, and cheese. They've got the <laughs> Kip has the the government cheese. He's making the big thing of nachos. It's yeah, like chips when, and cheese. When Napoleon asks him what he's doing, who kind of busy looks at his nachos? Like that. <laughs> he's in the middle like of sh- with longing. He's, <laughs> he's spending thirty minutes grating cheese on the on that. God damn. And what's he saying when you can hear him talk? What he's typing? He's telling. He's doing the poetry thing. He's like, "I'm just flying by, so high." And the thing is, he's a tr- it's La Fonda, right? So she thinks he's a hip hop guy. Yeah, because he's doing all this poetry, and she's like, "Oh, he's he's got good words." And she falls in love with him because of his words, right? You see, but he's doing that. He's like doing like on the fly poetry, like, and but she, but that's why she gives him the chain, and, and he goes through. He gives him the, she gives him the chain and the the thug gear, and he goes through this transformation. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out. God damn it. It's so fucking uh, funny. I've never seen that Kip in anything else. Like You have. You just don't know it. He just looks completely different. <laughs> I'll look him up for you. You've seen him in stuff. Well, maybe not, but he's been in stuff. Well, um, I'll find him. <laughs> he does. Name's I, Napoleon. I like when he's when he's at Rex Quando and Rex says, okay, he's like, okay, kick me. Or is it you know he hit me or whatever? He he does this. He does a drop, a drop spinning wheel kick sweep, yeah. and almost catches him with it. You know what? You probably haven't seen him in anything else. He's only he's only acted in a few things, including the Napoleon Dynamite cartoon that was on for six episodes. It was terrible. It was just okay. I mean, it was still Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, but live action so much better. But he's only acted in six things. He's directed and written a couple things. Live action. How did they not? How's, how's nobody else using that guy? He's so funny. He is, but he's Jesus. Everybody, I mean, that movie is just so odd. Like again, it's it's hard to pinpoint the time. What 
what decade it's in. Mm-hmm. It's you know because it's an eighties well, you know, movie. Well, you but, know, no, it's not because Uncle Rico. She says I'm, she, she she keeps saying I'm still living and I'm stuck in eighty two. Well, I'm saying though, but it's but like, he looks like he's in his forties, which would put it at present day, right? But I'm saying it's like. It's an '80s movie, as in it's got '80s rhythms. It's got the the music is '80s music, and then it's got. Well, I heard. Well, I heard an explanation for that long ago. That the reason why it seems like they're in a different times area is because they're so isolated. Kind of like the here. middle of Idaho. It's like right? you got into. Yeah. Sometimes you. It's like you watch Gummo, and they're like listening to Bone Thugs and Harmony, and you know, it's like it looks, and then they've got all the old furniture and yeah, shit. Yeah. I mean, that's that's here. You go, you know, you go Pout and Holler and go in someone's house, and something still looks like it's into the '70s. You know what I mean? Fucking gum. But yeah, um, God damn it! Everything about it—the the dance at the end—is a fucking perfect crescendo. Jamiroquai. Yeah, John, you told me that you. I actually did that to, to that, not just that song, that the, whole can, album. the Can't Heat, but that whole Jamiroquai album. I actually practiced dancing for the prom to that album. <laughs> That's how much this movie resonates with me. And, and I went out there. I didn't. I and didn't. This was the, before that. This is before the movie came out. This was in two thousand. <laughs> I, and I dyed my hair pink and wore a, a red velvet suit to the suit to the prom. And went by myself and did and did those dance moves, and, and kept making the DJ play Jamiroquai so That's I could awesome. dance to it. I mean, I wasn't good. I didn't know what I was doing, but I tried. And he was also in the Happy Hands Club at Golly Bridge High School. We didn't like have the, the fucking looks on him. The <laughs> And he's doing it perfectly. He's like perfectly in time and everything. And he just got that blank look on his face. Oh God! God all those, it. all the people in that movie have blank looks on their faces at all times. It seems like that's uh, not Charlie's mom. It's uh, it's Max's Mrs. Mack. Yeah, she was in. I smell like shit. She was also in Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. She's a good actress. She's she's pretty good, but she yeah. sort of plays that same character. Well, sure, in everything. She's a character actor, a smoking, drinking. She plays uh, in Three Billboards. Truck play- stop waitress. <laughs> she plays Sam uh, Rockwell's mom. Sam Rockwell's mom, mm-hmm. and he still lives with her. And he's in his late thirties, early forties. That movie's great. You guys need to see it. It's yeah, on HBO. Right I need now. to. I'm I'm slowly working my way into watching. I want you. Things, I so. want you to uh, finish Breaking, Breaking Bad. Yeah, I'm gonna finish it definitely. And then I want you to um, just do an episode a week of Black Mirror if you want. I actually want to watch that with you. Sure. So. We can do that. We can. Um, like fuck. like I say, it's going to be, I'm off Wednesday, Thursday this week. Coming, so. I'm thinking that guy's other movies, Jared Hess's other movies. Of course, you got Gentleman Broncos. God. Movie's amazing. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it is very Fucking funny. Jermaine. Um, the one he did, Masterminds, it's pretty good. It's about a heist. Is it like those? It's still sort of like those. Okay, but it's got like, it's got like Zach Galifianakis and who's the lady from Saturday Night Live? Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig. It's pretty good. I was never I able to it. get into Nacho Libre. Never watched it. I tried to watch it. A couple I times. liked it I pretty well. I didn't like it as well as I like the other two. I mean, I'm a Jack Black fan. I like him a lot. Yeah, that wasn't. It didn't. It didn't catch my interest. Family Guy's always fuck with Jack Black. <laughs> you know, I did watch. I watched the documentary about uh, the other side of the wind, the Orson Welles thing. Pretty good documentary. Orson Welles is fucking brilliant. He's a brilliant man. And then I watched, I started the movie, uh, The Other Side of the Wind. And it's just all over the place. Like, I didn't really know what was going on. Yeah, I think that would be a a tough one. uh, Like I said, I tried to watch uh, 
when I when I said on on Facebook thirty seconds in he already had me is because at the beginning of a touch of evil he's doing this one big shot and it's a continuous shot and it's just pulling back and it's like tracking everybody. It's amazing. Like it it pulls you right in. Then, as I said, Charlton Heston is playing a Mexican. <laughs> Hola. Not speaking any fucking Spanish. <laughs> and has got his face painted. I'm like, this is awful. This movie could be so great if you had just cast a Mexican and not fucking Charlton Heston. Because, <laughs> like I said, I can just hear him saying, no, I'm not speaking any of that refried bean language. <laughs> I'm an American. Oh, God, douchebag. Great actor, but he's a douche. Fuck. This is funny. Um, but Orson Welles was a bit of a weirdo, too. Yeah. Um, Geniuses are. I mean, him and Kubrick. Kubrick was a strange. It was an odd person. Yeah. Um, The guy who did House Voice just died, like, last week. Yeah, he just died, like, this week, last week, sometime. Oh, speaking of people dying, Stan Lee, we didn't mention it last week. Yeah. I'm going to let you take over because you're the probably the biggest uh, comic book guy. Well, it ties into some umbrage. Oh, um, shit. Oh, shit. Make it happen. Oh, shit. Bring on oh, the dong. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. The gong gong. Oh, shit. He's going to say, bring on the dong. <laughs> Here comes the dong. Here, Here comes, comes the dong. dong. Here it's comes big, the it's dong. It's a big dong, too. Huge. It's huge. It's a fantastic huge dong. God. You know he has a horrible looking dick. Who? Trump. Don't dick shame our yes, don't my dick king. shaming. <laughs> my king. <laughs> okay. Ooh. He's Ooh. he's he is the general in the war on the war against Christmas. Yeah, yeah every time we I say Merry s- Christmas around here, so every, every time I see some dumb shit on Facebook posting how it's going to be okay to say Merry Christmas, and I'm like, what are you? What are you? It couldn't say okay. it, <laughs> fucking idiots. I'm I'm about to make my annual uh, rant about being stay strong if you get thrown in prison for saying Merry Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, uh, Stanley died, and Stanley made my childhood sometimes livable. I've always been this way where I had low self-esteem and felt bad about myself and stuff. So when you pick up a comic book, you get to inhabit a character who has all these superhuman abilities, especially mutants, because they were like outsiders. And they were still powerful, but yet they were reviled by society. So you identify with them. The X-Men comics got me through my child, got me through my early teen, uh, my tweenhood. Your adolescence. Yeah. Um, Those I was are not, some hard times for a lot of us. Well, yes, for most people, and yeah. and we that's how we cope is how we cope. So for me, it was fading into things that weren't real. For so, me, for me, it was crushing puss and getting my d sucked all the time. Good job. So I got- <laughs> <laughs> that's something that fucking bro would say. Yeah. <laughs> what are you crying about? Um, Just go get your d sucked, bro. But uh, he passed away recently, and I was. That day I got I wasn't upset He lived a full life And I was upset As in Oh man that sucks But he lived a great life And he got to see And he got to see His Creations Turn into the most Successful movie franchise In history When he was in the He was in some war Maybe two I think he's in World War Two. Yeah Um he still fulfilled his obligations For the comic company That he was working for At the time It ended up becoming Marvel Yeah He would still Write the comics and uh, get them sent back mm-hmm. every week. Yeah, man, he was a he was a, an exceptional person. Then 
Bill Maher, who I liked it to this point, mostly, he would do things that annoy me, went on his show and basically said, who gives a fuck that Stanley died? This fucking cunt bag had to say that against... Uh, he, that's something that he did not fucking think out at all. Because all of us, people like me and my friends who grew up in reading room and comic books and stuff, who were fans of Bill Maher, are, no, are not a fan of his anymore. That seals the deal forever for me. Fuck him. I'm not watching his show. I'm not dealing with him anymore. If you're going to shit on somebody after they after they die because you're trying to be cool, and then he's gonna he might try to backtrack it too. And I'm not having it. He can go fuck himself. So I, I just think that's a, a it's, it's a terrible thing to do, and it just really pissed me off. I'm trying to find what he said exactly. There should be a video of it. Yeah, but they're all real long. I just want I just want like the, like the snippet. Yeah, like the ten seconds of what he said. But he said he clarified his statement. Let's let's just go to that. It's a minute long. He says says here he clarified. And you got in a little controversy over this. And Stan Lee died. You well, you weren't criticizing. You got some marbles in your mouth there. Criticizing the Marvel, the comic book concept, right? Of course. Why did people get mad at you? First of all, I just found out about this. I'm so just found out that people got mad. Yeah. I'm I'm so glad that I don't follow social media like that. Every stupid thing they had that to tell me today about lose so their I shit about. Yes, but talk about making my point for me. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't know very much about Stan Lee, and it certainly wasn't a swipe at Stan Lee. It was. You liked him. He's a nice guy. He was yeah, of course, guy. fine. I, I'm agnostic on Stan Lee. I, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't read comic books. I didn't even read them when I was a child. Uh, what I was saying is. A culture that thinks that comic books and comic book movies are profound meditations on the human condition <laughs> is a he dumb. Obviously, never read it. He never and read a fucking comic book. People like get mad that. at that. Just proves my point. Never miss a beat. He's even more of a cunt. <laughs> Fuck God, him. That's even worse. Yeah, that is even worse. Comic books are. If it's not Archie. Or some dumb shit like that. They do have profound things to say. They are a creative medium where you have people who are. Bill Maher. You know, that's a new story about it. That's something that I would say to his face and be like, "I was a fan of yours until you had to shit on Stanley and then back it up by trying to say that we're all stupid for reading it." And people find profundity in the most in anything. You know, why 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 are comic books not? Valid in that Because you didn't read them Because uh, I mean I, I don't get How that's Okay or fair To say that it, It's no more fictional Than any You know Than Game of Thrones Yeah Or, or any other great thing That people Respect These great fictional Absolutely. stories It's just It's fiction mm -hmm. You know what I mean It's it's a It's myth Mythos It's an important part of Human culture Is to Create these stories That, that uh, impact You know like I like I was saying at the at the beginning of the segment, I, you know, it helped a lot of us get through our childhood. You know, like for me, it's like I liked I liked drawing and the artwork and stuff, mm -hmm. but I was never able to read comic books as a medium. The same reason I don't like comic strips, like in the newspaper. I've mm -hmm. never laughed at one of those. I think in my whole life, it just doesn't. It's a form of comedy that doesn't agree with my brain. Right. But I acknowledge that you and. You know, like Eric July, a lot of people that I really, you know, that I respect and stuff were like heavily influenced by this stuff and it was inspiring to them. And, and to me, to some degree, too, as a kid, you know, I liked, 
I made comics and I liked Ninja Turtles and mm-hmm. X Men and stuff, but uh, but I also kind of get where Bill Maher is coming from. It's like you know, it's just not. It was never really my thing. Mm-hmm. But that, that doesn't, you know. But to to shit to just shit all over it. Yeah. So well, that's Bill. Know. That's Bill Maher's style, though. That's what he. It's kind of well, he shits on. Stuff. I can actually respect that, but it doesn't make me dislike him any less. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like I, I think what he did was a cunty thing to do. Yeah. I mean, but he, um, he does some pretty cunty things sometimes. Have you? Did you ever read Calvin and Hobbes? I don't like it. Really? I don't like any comic strips. Any of them. I thought that one for sure would make you laugh. It had a lot of really I've good I've never moments. laughed at a comic. Here's uh, Neil Gaiman's response to Bill Maher. Uh, yeah, it was a good He said, Maher's just trolling, and a lot of people are rising to the troll. Julie Birchill did it better 30 years ago with her. They There aren't any adult comics because adults don't read comics line. More people cared about Stan Lee's death than care about Bill Maher alive. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, just look at how much tent. I mean, look at all the movies that have been made. I mean, think about Walking Dead. A Walking Dead was basically a, an elongated comic book. Yeah. I mean, that, it is a comic book. That's what it is. And then they made it into the, it's, well, the what, show. What do they call it? Il- il- illustrated graphic, novel? Graphic, graphic novel. novel. And yeah. then you have things like Mouse. Mouse was a, a, a tale of the Holocaust from the position of mice and the cats were the Nazis. Yeah. To help drive home the point about how... And that and it, it, I think it was up for the Pulitzer or something like that. And then you had... You know, Pedro and Me was by Joel Judd from the real world, and he wrote it about his friend. It was a true story. (laughs) (laughs) That was uh, season one uh, with the cowboy guy. That's season two. True story. Um, (laughs) Season one was Andre, Julie, Kevin, Norman, Becky. Damn. Eric. You remember it was good though. Like, yeah, remember, the first season was. Where big. are where are they now? Eric Nice, he was uh, he was on the grind. <laughs> yeah, I, I was hoping he wasn't around anymore. <laughs> still killing, <laughs> still out there crushing P. Yeah, P. Yeah, uh, but uh, I don't. I'm not offended by what Bill Marks. I don't give a flying fuck. I'll still I'll still tune in sometimes. But uh, that's sort that is his shtick is to is to be swarmy and smug and shit on everything. Yeah, but. Uh, he picked the wrong one. Yeah, I think he really did. And it's not. It's like those are like the most popular movies and the most popular comic books of all time. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff in there that's good lessons, and it's just like the fucking Bible. If you if you want to find something, right? I mean, the Bible's a piece of fiction as well. I mean, so it's and with parables, and it's like he know. can't like Bill Maher can't be entertained. He could. He can only. You can only analyze. Analyze. Like, I can't just sit back and be mindless for five minutes because I'm so smart. You're, he's, you're not that smart. Yeah. You're, you're okay, Bill Moore. I've you're, seen him. Like, like Anthony Scaramucci was on there the other day, and as much as I dislike him, he was completely dead on what he was saying. And Bill Moore was too wrapped up in his own bullshit to get it. When Scaramucci said, well, here's how Trump won, and I'm going to tell you how he won, and they kept on jumping on him for saying it. And he's absolutely right. He's like, he's got you so wrapped up in all this other shit that you... Donald Trump is a how do you how do you put this? If you ignore him, he'll go away. Yeah, that's completely what happens. If you have contempt for him, he'll go away, but not violent contempt. More like the contempt of eh, whatever you know that he's that's that's his thing. He, he can't stand that. It's like in in pro wrestling. If you got a pro wrestler who's neither getting hated or loved, if he's just out there, he's gone. Exactly. If nobody gives a fuck about him, right. You can either hate him or love him, 
But if if you're completely ambivalent to them, if you're agnostic to them, yeah, then you're you're fired. You got to figure something out. You're right. going away. You know, it's exactly the same thing. I read an article yesterday about how the media should start covering Trump, and it basically said, "Stop freaking out about all these little things and look about the look at the fucking big things and freak out about that." Yeah. Instead, you're freaking out about all the little stuff. Oh, he said he grabs women by the pussy. He didn't say that. He said he could. Right. You know. I, I'm guilty of that myself, though, with the whole thing with, with uh, McRaven, this guy who was that a, is so McRaven. <laughs> um, no, the thing that the guy is a bona fide war hero, he's a Navy SEAL, put it 37 years in, and then you have this stupid fucking cunt sitting up that office talking shit about him, who's never done a goddamn thing. You know, I'm talking about in that realm of, you know, I know that, you know, warfare is not. Something, but I, I think that you know people who are trained soldiers and really are really risk their lives deserve a, a certain amount of respect, and he doesn't give it to them. And the reason he doesn't give it to them is because I think I can't remember who said it, but they said it best. He's like anybody that that diminishes him, that he feels threatened by, he has to attack him. And so a guy who's a Navy SEAL who is who's gone through the training, who's seen the worst, the worst things you can see, and had come back to live the tale, and had his principles, I guess, largely intact, and that that threatens Trump. Watch Trump when he's sitting around with with a general or a soldier; he's doing this number. Mm-hmm. He's he's completely threatened by them. He's intimidated, and he can't stand being intimidated. So imagine if you met Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> I mean, that was the guy's nickname. <laughs> You know, in three we trust, <laughs> freedom, three, <laughs> three ever. <laughs> okay, but uh, back on to Stanley. Um, if excluding all the movies that have been made, and there's a great idea to put Deadpool in the cameos with that would be awesome. with the wig and yeah. the glasses. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be great. But he's, st- I think he's already filmed like three more, so mm-hmm. he'll he'll still be doing whatever. But um, if you had to pick. One story, one um, one comic, one storyline. I know there's different universes and all that crap. Which one would you tell people to to get a hold of? Like in all of comics or the one, all, or, all of Marvel's comics? Marvel? All the ones that were created under his banner. He didn't create half of them, but he was there. You know, uh, I would say Days of Future Past is the the X Men one. Yes, that's like a Out. series. It's the few, It is a alternate story, a timeline where uh, Kitty Pride goes back in time after the Mutant Registration Act, which which turned the world into oh, the MRA. The Sentinels, the Sentinels went uh, started destroying everything, and they started killing all the mutants. And then mutants were turned into slaves, basically. And the whole population was marked out as if you had an M on you, you're a mutant. If you had, I think one other. Later, you were forbidden to breed because you could produce a mutant child, and then you had regular humans. And it's by this guy Senator Kelly, who looks exactly like fucking uh, Mike Pence. And oh, um, he does. I've seen yeah, that. it's terrible. And after that, to stop this from happening, Kitty Pryde goes back in time, and she and it flashes back and forth like the movie did. Only the comic is far darker. Oh, so yeah. it's Wolverine gets killed. He, he he's jumping up to 
Colossus throws him to to do what they used to call the fastball special. He throws him and then he tacks stuff with his claws. And a sentinel just turns around, bang, and just kills him. Blows all the fucking skin off his adamantium bones and he fall and it falls down and he's dead. And then he goes and kills Storm. He shoots one of the javelin out of his thing and kills Storm. And then he kills Colossus. They all fucking die. Colossus? And it's just it was a great storyline because it was so dark and grim. So John John Byrne wrote that and illustrated it. And John Byrne was a legend in the comics field. And that would out of all the Marvel storylines Even uh the uh, Infinity Gauntlet and the Infinity Gauntlet was fine, but that's basically just a crossover event. I mean, it was sort of like what we got now in the movies. No, the movies are great. Like, they've taken that story and ran with it and turned it into something really profound. I didn't. Good. See, I was very hesitant to get on them, get into the movies. It took me till about 2012 mm-hmm. to get into them. Like, whenever they came on Netflix, I started watching them. Yeah. I fucking love them now. Yeah, I think there's, it's great. there's. Even like the tertiary characters, like the Ant Man and stuff, I like those movies. Uh, yeah, I really, I, I think they're all tremendous. Uh, there is um, Marvel storylines that are, you know, there's so many good ones. There's, uh, but a lot of them are in the X Men. One of them is called God Loves Man Kills, and it's, you know, you have the the Dark Phoenix saga where they actually killed off, or Dark or Phoenix killed herself. But after all this stuff, because she killed, she wiped out an entire planet of people, entire solar system, to feed her hunger, and then she didn't remember doing it. And when she is, it's brought to her attention that she did. After they're fighting, she's on this alien planet. She kills herself. Jesus! Right in front of, right in front of Cyclops. So it's a, it's an it's an iconic panel. And Chris Claremont, who wrote it, Chris Claremont is a guy who doesn't get enough credit either. Chris Claremont is a tremendous writer, and he's written so many good comic books. And his run on X-Men is unparalleled. So I was, man, you can tell at one point I was really into him. Like, I, 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 had, I had artists and authors that I, and writers that I would follow. So you're sort of like a, mu- like a music guy that... That knows every, everything about every band that they're into. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was... I remember John hearing John Romano Jr. was doing a comic book was enough to sell it to me. I was like, yeah, I'll buy it because <laughs> I know that art's going to be great. He had a really dark style with a lot of blacks and reds and gray. You know, he was just a tremendous. He did it. He did a run on Daredevil that is, in my opinion, no other comic book author, a, a writer, I mean, artist has ever touched has ever touched it. That's how good it is. And I'm taking into Joe Madriera who. Has this big, amazing, awesome style that's kind of like anime influenced. I love it. I still would take John Romano Jr. I'd take him over Alex Ross. Word. Yeah, because Alex Ross is great, but John Romano Jr. is the best of the medium. So, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I actually tried to get back into comics a, a while ago, and I just I couldn't do it. I just wasn't. That time has passed. Have you ever so, thought about writing your own comics? I was writing some comics for a while. I actually, you know. I feel like that might be where you need to go. That might be your wheelhouse. Um. I think it's. I think I'm. This is what I am now. I think it's a little late for anything like that. Um, I was going to look up some. Um, John Ramada Jr. Have you guys heard about black fishing? No. Black fishing is um, a thing that it's mostly women on like Instagram do. It's usually white. It's white women like. Dark complected white women. Mm-hmm. They'll 
essentially do blackface. They'll darken their skin, make their hair look like it's a black girl's hair and everything in order to get likes and uh, Instagram followers. No shit. Yeah. It's pretty creepy, right? Yeah, it is. Oh, God. That... <sighs> it's insulting on so many levels. Well, it's... Like, that's the one that they should be getting mad about. Yeah. Not, not uh, what's-her-face uh, Gwen Stefani wearing a bindi. Yeah, fuck like, that. Like, here's, here's an example. This is a white chick right here. And she goes all the way. Like... <laughs> That's insane. How, that check is. it out, John. It's a pretty white chick, and then she she gets a tan, which a tan is fine, but like that is goddamn blackface. Yeah, it is. That's Al Jolson. I mean, she's hot still, but good lord. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I guess at the same time, if you want to, oh, that's great. If you if you, I mean, people, women put makeup on. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just makeup. But like, there is a uh, there is a a thing that she's doing. It's in order to advance so she looks black so people think she's black in order to uh, get more likes. Because for some reason, black chicks on Instagram get a lot more followers and lovers and like sponsorships and stuff. They'll do sponsored ads like, I've got my whatever shake here. <laughs> it makes my butt big. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's crazy. Yeah, it is. Hmm. Anyway, you anything else? About that? No, that's uh, that was pretty much. He had. Uh, I was going to say John Romano Jr. had the iconic panel where uh, Daredevil had a gun and he's going to kill the Kingpin. That's after the Kingpin had Bullseye kill Electra, and um, that 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 series right there that was during his run was fucking dark like he had got he got all these heavies to try to break daredevil i mean it's basically what the show is based on is john romana jr and i can't remember who the writer was at that point that see that that's crazy because i can remember the artist but not the writer the show like the uh the show show. yes the netflix have you tried it yet oh yeah i got through season one and two and there's a new one out now yeah and i want to see it but the end that thing with electra and I, i i didn't even watch the last episode and i don't know why i didn't but did you ever try the Punisher uh, show? No, and I know I would like it. Oh fuck, dude. yeah! John Bernthal's amazing. I fucking love. That yeah, he guy. was he was born to play that born to play that role. He's fucking great. Mm. That show's fucking brutal. They could not make a movie out of that. No, no, not not the way. I mean, I know that one Punisher was good. Uh, the one Punisher movie with uh, Tom Jane. Yeah, Tom yeah, Jane bad. is pretty good. But this fucking shows. It, although Travolta shows. was in it, and he was god awful. Oh, dude, there's something we need to do. There's the John Travolta. John Travolta has a movie out about John Gotti. It's called Gotti. And I think it's the first movie to ever have so many um, reviews. It has like a couple hundred reviews on Rotten Tomatoes that Rotten Tomatoes is aggregated. And none of them are positive. It is zero (laughs) percent. It's one of it's the the most widely reviewed movie to only to have a zero percent. God, I have to see this movie. It's on Amazon for free, so that might be something. Travolta, should, should we watch it fresh and just and do a, a commentary track over? It? Sure, we should do that sometime. Yeah. Hmm. God, <laughs> I can't wait. His career has risen. I mean, and fallen, and he's a good actor. He's a very good actor. He's just making. I don't know what it is. He was really good in um, 
the OJ show. He's a drunk. Is he a drunk? Is it also that he's suppressing homosexuality? Yes. And the fact that the Scientologists know it and he's stuck in Scientology and wants to leave. Mm. And they've got his, they got him by the shorts. By the short hairs. Yeah, because they think that he thinks that people will actually care and they won't. Nobody cares. That actually would make him a bigger star. Yeah. If he would come out and embrace his homosexuality and say, this is who I've always been. This is what I am. People would be like, we love you for it. Make more movies. They're going to wait until an accusation comes out that he tried to bang a a production assistant on a movie and they're yeah. like I've lived my life as a homosexual man yeah <laughs> like fucking Kevin Spacey did yeah John you got any umbrage um well at the moment I'm uh this reason I kind of like chimed out is that my um my boar pig Russell he's like 800 pound boar is over in my neighbor's house oh, oh tremendous he's not doing any damage but I'm just making sure they know that it's okay he's not gonna hurt anybody but that's that's the only average. Why the fuck? Do, why the fuck? Why, you fuck leave, <laughs> why are you leaving your herd, Russell? You're supposed to be protect. You're supposed to protect the house. Yeah. Russell's day out. He I, to I let him out. I let him out. I let him Fucking out. Fucking so baby alpha walks playing. <laughs> I let him out so he could stretch his legs in free range. I give him, like you know, you give him an inch, and he took about two miles. <laughs> no, that wouldn't be playing. It'd be Shadow Dancer by the Bee Gees. <laughs> okay, I gotta look this up. <laughs> Shadow dancing. Russell is the definition of a hoss. <laughs> like he's out there. Shadow dead. I gotta hear this. Shadow. I think it's either the Bee Gees or uh, Andy Gibb. I can't. Might be Andy Gibb. Yep, Andy Gibb. You're right. He's no Barry or Morris. Yeah, there's a. And there's three of them. Yeah. He was the youngest. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they all have very prominent teeth They're Australian, aren't they? Yeah Oh, yeah <laughs> See him strutting outside the gate Gonna <laughs> go get some pussy <laughs> Yeah, anything else you guys want to talk about? Any more Christmas you want to You want to warn everybody about the Yuletide? No, I think uh, we lead some in the tank. The struggle is ongoing. Leave him I just want to leave. I just want to leave our, all of our listeners with a message of peace and hope. And um, tis the season for great joy. And if you're in a hard place right now, just know that the sun. This times are going to get lighter. And um, in the baby Jesus, when he comes out of the womb, he's going to make it better. Well yeah. said. Couldn't have said it any better myself. I'm verklempt over here. All right, I think that's it. Episode. He comes out of the womb every year around this time. <laughs> he gets reborn. Jesus, <laughs> little baby, sweet little baby. <laughs> Eight pounds, six gold diapers. Cloth of gold diaper. All right, that's it. Episode 186 in the bank. Thanks for listening. Tell all your friends. Go forth and fuck yourself.
Yeah.